Welcome to Tanked Up, the podcast about video games and beer. It's episode 211. I'm Ben, and I'm here with Adol. Hey! And Lucy. Hi! Hey, both. Hi! Hi! <laughs> Hi! Hi! Um, we're obviously we're all high energy this week. We slump back into our chairs, yeah. slowly talk oh. about things quietly. So let's drink some beer. Yay! I'm dying, I'm dying for a beer. Dying for a beer. I've already had one. Had it early. Um, I just thought I just my my day was done. I was yeah, ready. That's fair. Yeah, I've been ready for hours. Ugh, right. Um, I'm not really sure which one I was going to have first. I've I've got two new breweries for me this week. Um, I think. Ah, if is a is a, a quandary for you both. If you just had um, a, a hazy IPA, six and a half cent. Mm-hmm. Or you had a hemp IPA at six percent. Which one do you think you'd start with? Mm, hazy. Either. Mm, I'm wondering whether the hemp one's going to have a a bit of a dankness Danky. to it. Yeah. Uh, cool. So I will start then with Sensei, which is a hazy IPA from Deep Creek Brewing Company, who are out of New Zealand. Uh, this is oh our latest haiku. Eastern <laughs> philosophy meets. East Coast, Sorry. USA. Haiku are written with one of the four seasons as inspiration. Hazy winter brew of sensational flavours, masterfully crafted. Lush pineapple and subtle papaya flavours from all NZ hops. There you go. I mean, it's, it's a no, lovely, lovely. It's no iambic pentameter, but you know, it'll be. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to get this open. What did I say it was? Six and a half percent? Yeah, six and a half percent. Yeah, yeah uh, Adam, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking the IPA from the Virginia Beer Company. Oh, that's, that's not how lighting works. Uh, this juicy, unfiltered tropical IPA expresses itself without limitation thanks to copious helpings of Azaka and Chinook hops. Note, some naturally occurring sediment is normally expected. It is six percent um, ABV. Uh, I think I have had something from Virginia Beer um, in in the past, but um, mm-hmm. it's been a while. Sure. Oh, oh no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Just, just a slight. <laughs> it's not going everywhere. Yeah, just a slight head coming out of the can. Good. And Lucy, what are you having? To be alarmed. I'm having a. 5.2% pale ale from Verdant, and it's called Some 50. Ooh, nice. I've got that on order. Mm, nice. Uh, the hops are Mosaic, Citra, Equinot, and Simcoe. And that's about it. <laughs> 440ml can. Very nice art. Very nice cubist. Uh, have you have you had it before? Because I think it's a rebrew. No, okay. not not to my knowledge. I mean, I've had a lot of beers, so. but not to my knowledge. The name seemed uh, unfamiliar to me. So, mm-hmm. Let's see what it's like. Nice. 
I realised normally I write beers down, but this week I've just, just completely forgotten. So I'm just going to scribble, just drink. scribble quickly. Just, yeah, just drink. Right, no need my, for admin. My, yeah. My, then I've got to listen back and then write oh, it all down. And all I just don't shite. even bother. Just don't, yeah. <laughs> just say we drank um, some beers. Yeah. So, <laughs> Sensei, a hazy IPA. It's got a lovely nose, which, which came out as soon as I cracked the can. Mm, super tropical, little sweetness to it. It's a. It is very hazy. I called it itself mm. a, a hazy IPA, but it is super hazy. It's a little orangey, uh, a little more yeah. than anything else. But it's a deep, deep colour. It's really nice. And yeah, that that chuckle nose is really sweet. Mmm. That's actually really light. Yeah. Mm. That kind of that sweet tropical notes that you get off the nose are a lot more subdued in the flavour. They're still kind of just there. That sweetness is where it's here in the nose. It's dialed right down in mm. the flavour to allow a little bit more of a not quite not quite piney note to it. But there's almost this Maybe just a, a slight sourness from a, a little bit of a grapefruit hint in there, just dragging everything back, which kind of allows a very slightly earthy note to it. Um, and that kind of lingers. Those those two sort of flavours linger. This, this slight earthiness and then this slightly mm. soured grapefruit in there as well. But it's very, very easy. That nose is... It's, it's, it's a big contrast between what I was expecting and then what actually... Um, is delivered in the taste, but it's still a very nice flavour. Very, very mm. easy to drink. Yeah. Good. Hmm. Adol, we'll come to you because there's not much more to say about that. Excellent. Um. So as soon as I poured it, uh, there just tropical notes all throughout. So although they call it uh just an IPA, I mean I think the notes said something about being juicy and tropically. I th I'm surprised they haven't called it a tropical IPA just based off that. Mm. And the taste, I mean, um, yeah, you're getting, it's a lot more light passion fruit. Um, hmm. This is proper IPA, not too in your face. Um, light passion fruit, touch a banana or something in there. Hmm. Um, recedes quite bitter. Um, And that lasts for a while so far. It's, um, there's, oh, there's something else there, but there's, um, hmm, there's a slight sweetness that also lingers, which is kind of a nice sort of twinning. It's really refreshing. Uh, nice. again, so it's like an IPA that, that lingers with bitterness, but isn't in your face bitter and allows that tropical passion fruity, slightly banana-y taste to sort of really hit the spot. Uh, it's got, um, I'm sure you saw on the pour, but it's quite, um, even though it's quite hazy, uh, it's, mm. it's still quite carbonated. It feels carbonated on the taste, and um, it's such a, like, lingering bitterness, but at a low-key level, that um, I was like, oh, but it kind of dries my mouth out. Like, no, actually, the mouthfeel is quite, is, is actually reasonably wet. It's just bitter, which mm. means, I'm just, it's been a while since I've had, you know, that this level of low key bitterness lasting so long that I just get confused myself. Mm. It's really good. Yeah. Nice. 
Uh, Lucy, how about you? Ben, I'm very happy that you ordered this beer. I'm sad for myself because I only oh, have no. one of them. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's really 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 good. Good. It's I I started drinking it whilst you lot were talking because I smelt it and it was just like just a burst of like citrus tropical fruits and it's like I'm not gonna wait to drink this. I want to taste it now. <laughs> and good. it just follows through in the taste. It's it it's it's got like guava like grapefruit a bit of pineapple mm. just like all these tropical fruits and you. Like all those those four hops, uh, what were they? Mosaic, Citra, Equinot, and Simcoe. They're just, you know, harmonising. It's just like yeah, so much fruit, so much flavour in that. Uh, it's got a nice, like piney and bitter finish to it, mm. and you're still getting like quite a lot of citrus on the back end as well. Um, that just mixes well with that bitterness that it lingers just long enough, so you're not always, you know just like I need more I need more it satiates you enough but you just want to go back because it just tastes so good so good nice. so well nice. balanced did you say it was it's, a pale yeah pale ale yeah. 5.2 this is like perfect like sessionable drink you know like good. Adil was saying his was refreshing and I was just that's what I had in my mind about this it's just refreshing because mm. it like the just come out of the fridge probably still a Maybe about five degrees, so yeah, it's just it's just perfect right now. This is probably the, one of the best beers I've had recently. So. Nice. Ooh, I'm gonna have to see praise. if I can scrounge up a. I just, mm. Fuck, I was gonna say a copy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get it on your floppy disk. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> oh no, it's shareware. <laughs> I can only have a set only... before sending in for the rest of the can. <laughs> oh, imagine that. That would be awful. Mm. I guess that's well, what like, yeah. tastes yeah, yeah. are. Well, I, that, that would be... Uh, this This sensei has opened up a little bit more mm. um, as, I've, as I've sipped it. If it was shareware and only had the first 10% or something of it, I wouldn't have ever got these extra notes. But I'm getting a little bit of sort of orange coming through on there as well. Is it that, that sweetness has crept back in a little bit as my sort of... As my palate is... Um, uh, it's kind of recognising there's a little bit more going on, that the flavour's a little bit more complex. Mm. It's, it's, it's kind of... It's got, got lots of flowers, kind of, it's a bit samurai-y on the, on the can, but it kind of does almost like unfurl like a flower that just keeps giving you little bits extra as you taste it more. I mean, I'm probably already halfway through the can. Um, so hopefully, if I get to the get to the end and it's still giving me more things, mm. that would be kind of unprecedented, really. But uh, we shall see. The, um, so I, mm. I will pop in and say that sweetness. It's a, like a light sweet citrus, kind of like um, mm-hmm. like a. I want to say a stale mandarin orange in the sense that like it's just not that punchy even mm. for a mandarin but there's that slight citrusy edge so that um mm. yeah there's there is some depth to this although it's so refreshing and i i, I confess that i've been wanting a beer for a while too and i was should just had one because now i'm just like mm, beer. <laughs> <laughs> well i had one and it's not slowing me down whatsoever mm. uh on this so uh there's also the um the elephant in the room that lucy's talked about um before broadcast but cosmic over on the um Twitch uh, said, "Can you grow the beard back?" <laughs> yeah. 
And I said, yes, it'll take some time. But uh, <laughs> it's weird. Also, I haven't shaved a chin in a long time. And the, like those of you can see the video, good lord, I'm bad at this. <laughs> I think That's it was fine. the same no for the house. It was the okay. same for both of us, wasn't it? Yeah. I know you were you were freaked out, Lucy, when I shaved mine off. I was freaked so, out too. Uh, Yours grew yeah. back quite quite quickly. I, I was I was less freaked out than I thought I'd be with you, Ben. Deal. I'm still convinced that it's an imposter. Uh, I think I left a little bit of stubble, didn't <laughs> yeah, I? You yeah, did. you did. You did do the full wet shave. Yeah. He's taking yeah. it. He's taking it down. So. I um. Also, I realized right before the podcast, because I did my, oh shit, I better at least check into the Animal Crossing bank to not lose my <laughs> bonus streak. Uh, I, lo- I I didn't notice, but I definitely just made myself look like my Animal Crossing avatar, because it has long <laughs> curly hair, but there's no beard options, and now uh, I have no beard option. Insidious fucking thing. It into your mind so much. <laughs> Brilliant. Mm. <laughs> right. Tom Let's enjoy these to. beers. Let's talk about some some topics this week. Um, I was going to start because I don't really have uh, much to say this week. I haven't found much time to start gaming. Mm. Um, except I've started two games, which from the very small amount I've played, I feel like I'd prefer them to switch platforms. So I've been playing... Mm. John Wick Hex on the PS4 and I've been playing Deliver Us the Moon on PC yeah I feel that they're probably better on the other yeah I was gonna say having not quite started up John Wick Hex because I forgot I owned it um Mm. Classic Adil. Uh, yeah. I can't imagine, but like seeing the gameplay and a, and a couple short let's plays uh, or quick looks, um, boy, that seems like it'd be a pain in the ass to do with a controller. I mean, uh, I have played the first three levels so far, and in the third mm. level, it uh, it gets a little bit more complicated. You get into a situation where more enemies are coming at you rather than maybe just one or two. So things start to get a little bit complicated, and man, I am bad at that game. Um, <laughs> but and it, it's not the control scheme. It's yeah. not the control scheme is the reason. It's more me not um, focusing at the correct time. So you can do moves, um, and everything is on a, a timer which runs at the top. Yep. And you make click to shoot, and that takes X amount of time. Um, obviously, when that runs, all of the enemies yeah. have time to do things as well. But every um, every action takes up some of your focus bar so you need to take time to refocus so he would have to you know jump has to stop at some point kind of gather himself and then he can he can relaunch back into a set of moves and what i have played so far for this to kind of take that more tactical um edge to it rather than it just being say like an action game um actually works very well and i think from the very small amount that i played I actually like how it works. It just feels like it would be a bit more intuitive using a mouse to click yeah, over here yeah. to do that or click on an enemy to, to pull down a, a table rather than kind of scrolling over yeah. with the analog stick and pressing X and going down and choosing things. Um, so it just feels like it'd be a little bit more intuitive on a, on a PC. I know, um, so it's made by uh, Bithel Games, mm-hmm. but I was just trying to find out who ported it because it wasn't Bithel Games who did... The uh, the port over to console 
for, for John Wick Hex. Mm. Uh, and I will find that out later to let everybody know. But uh, it, it just... It feels kind of odd to have someone, you know, like John Wick, having seen the films. We discussed them several weeks ago. Um, oh, three, so good. Yeah. <laughs> so for, it good. To, for it to take this, this kind of more tactical... T- not turn based like time uh, how do you describe it's like it it's like halfway between an rts and turn based yeah kind yeah. of yeah uh, but it, it it works as i say from the from mm. the limited amount that i played it it definitely works i'm really intrigued to keep playing it um i i, I was very kind of gifted gifted i asked for a review code for for <laughs> Um, and I got one. And then they gifted it to yeah. me. And then they gifted it to me. Yeah. No, so, they, uh, they traded it for review services. Yeah. Mm. Which yes. is now happening. But it may happen I again because like... I might play it. <laughs> well, I feel like I might just buy it on PC. Mm. Uh, I bought it. Is it still only on, on the Epic Game Store? Yeah. Epic Game Store, yes. Yeah, I, I bought it at like 20 25% discount pre order on mm. Epic Game Store. And then, uh, how long has it been out? Wait, last months? year I think yeah last so I think year, it was right around my PC like was just, I realized my PC wasn't working properly and so uh, I was like can't play and then I now have a better PC and forgot about it mm. uh, it's much like Dre that way <laughs> yeah I won't um, check it out when it comes to Steam it, it oh, has intrigued me yeah yeah I mean, uh, it's been on sale on the Epic uh, Game Store a couple of times as well. I, I I don't know how much it is, but pretty sure like I've seen it down around sort of ten pounds or something mm-hmm. like that um, on there. Uh, again, I don't know how much it is on PS4. Yeah. I imagine either, but it only released last yeah. week. I think on the fifth, it came out on the PS4. Um, mm-hmm. So that that version has taken a little bit of time to get to us. I imagine Obviously being if done it someone is else, one year exclusivity, it's only got like. Maybe two, three months left or something. Maybe, maybe yeah, it came out very came close like August to. Or like that, yeah, yeah, it? I was going to say September sort of time. Mm. Definitely came out quite close to. Um, I was going to say this when Epic Games still kind of launched, but that's actually probably didn't. No, because that feels like it did, but it probably didn't because Epic Games Epic Game Store didn't have many games on. That was 2018. Yeah, maybe it's been around for like two years, but it only had three (laughs) games on until that came along or something like that. Because Hades was like the first launch for it. Yes, yes, it was, was, yeah. Game Awards 2018. Which is a great game as well. Yeah, because that's come to Steam. That's now come to Steam. Yes, it has. Um, Epic Games still more than two weeks old. (laughs) Still missing a lot of features. No, I mean. The only reason I know it's that old is because when I think about all the fucking complaints people have about yeah. that store, it's like, oh god, and it's been going it's on for ages. Yeah. And now that's quieted down now. Yeah, because we haven't free games. It, oh yeah, but free games um, and also irrational fucking anger dissipates. Yeah, I mean, eventually. Sorry, I mean, well calculated rational responses to changes in your environment because mm. free choice and, is not and, good, and we should all obey our corporate overlords. Wait, and that didn't go right. Criticism that wasn't just really thinly veiled racism <laughs> towards China. But anyway. Pretty much. Um, yeah, because yeah, I think the Tony Hawk Wait, I, I, remaster I 1 and yeah. 2 is Epic Games exclusive. Yeah. Oh, is it? 
which is weird. Yeah. Because it's um, like Activision, it's like, don't you have Battle.net and stuff like that? It's like Battle.net. I don't know. Battle, you know, beat each other up with skateboards, I don't know. Yeah. I was going to say a thing. No, I can't it's it's when, he, when he appears as a character in whatever the newest Blizzard game is as well, yeah. isn't it? I, I think that I'm surprised I'm, it might have happened. I'm surprised I haven't heard about people linking COVID to the Epic Game Store. <laughs> <laughs> there is one person. There is a thread on probably 4chan that's about that. Yeah. All about that. You know there is. Oh, no, it's definitely 8chan. 4chan's too tame, remember? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, well, yeah. Um, Tame enough yes. to host a, you know, ask me anything on it. Yeah. Which which dev did that? Which which publisher did that? I can't even remember. Oh, I can't remember. One, but yeah. everyone was. Just, was it THQ Nordic? Oh, no, it was. It, it was. Been. It was. <laughs> mm. Mm. Uh, let's not. Let's not go there. Today. Yeah, we won't. Um, I've had a long day. That will Games only are, only make yeah. it even longer. Um, but yes, so I'm enjoying Jockey Hacks. I will play mm, some more. I'm also enjoying Deliver Us the Moon. Oh yeah, tell me about. Yeah, so I don't I remember. Though. I might have heard something about it in the past, but boy, just, I recognized the title and I'm like, mm, don't know anything about this game. So I was looking forward to you. You heard that I kickstarted it. I think that was brought up a yeah, few yes. weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, it's on, and I'm playing it through the um, uh, PC Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, it's it's kind of. It, it switches between first and third person. Yeah, an, yeah. Uh, I, uh, I don't know how sort of situational that is at the moment. So you start on Earth, you are running through a sort of third person kind of um, area, doing various very light puzzles, mm. super light puzzles. So you're going and making super your way to a, um, a rocket ship. You um, you have to turn some valves. And then come back in to start the kind of the launch sequence before right. you then go and get in the rocket, um, that sort of thing. And you have to maybe pull a, you have to pull some stairs across and things. Um, I'm now on the space station, and suddenly mm-hmm. it switched me, or it switched me in the cockpit into a first person view, and it has maintained yeah. that whilst I'm in the space station. That launch um, was really cool. Yeah, it was, it was. Very immersive. Yeah, and and I got a little bit worried because it had given me little clues as I was moving through the. Um, uh, like the launch center mm. on how you operate the spaceship and i'm thinking i'm getting close to the spaceship thinking are they going to want me to remember all of these things because there's a you know there's a blueprint on a wall which says number one hit these things number two hit these things and i'm just like oh i hope they don't expect me to have you know remembered all of these things and they get i don't think it, so <laughs> it, it kind of takes you through it quite well you don't yeah. actually have to remember those things um, some of them are timed, so there is a little element to that. Uh, I definitely failed. Did you? Well, yeah, I failed one of them because I'm like, I've got no idea what to do. What happened? Did it? Um, did it game over? No. So it, did your ship explode? It, no, it didn't explode because I <laughs> okay. was still still docked in the um, in the launch bay, and because yeah. there's a sandstorm coming in, you've got to beat the time of the sandstorm coming in. Basically, just the sandstorm came in, and I had to abort the launch, and that was it. Oh. I mean, um, did the soundtrack shift to Darude though? <laughs> it did not. <laughs> nowhere is nowhere to be seen. Uh, I mean, the, the, premi- uh, the premise is that. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, I'm glad I got you, Lucy, though. <laughs> I was like, I should say, no, I'll wait for a pause and then say the stupid things I need to say. <laughs> um, 
I mean, he's he's definitely he's definitely been about because it's all about the desertification of the earth and how yeah. the desert's just spreading. So I mean, that's clearly just him. Yeah. Nothing to do with global warming. Um, but yeah, so you're going to restart a base on the moon because they've lost contact with them. Um, yeah, you're basically in trying to, I think, uh, turn on this like laser that transmits energy to the earth or something like that. Mm. I think, yeah, they, they set up a base on the moon and then that went dark all of a sudden. What happened to the crew? Who knows? Several years later, it's like, we got to turn this thing back on, even uh-huh. though we have no energy on the moon, uh, on the earth, sorry. And then we got to go to the moon and turn the turn the light switch back on, basically. Mm, right. So, turn the but, generator back on on the moon. Well, I, I don't know how, what are you playing it on, Lucy? Xbox. Mm. So you're using a control pad. So I was using yeah. mouse and keyboard and... Mm. In the third-person view, it felt a little bit kind of sluggish. So the the turning circle mm. on the movement wasn't sort of fantastic. I had to slow down to kind of get around corners a little bit better and yeah. things. It, it, it did feel just a little bit um, yeah, tanky, it, almost. It, it did take a little bit of getting used to it, mm. but it's like, to be honest, this feels right because I'm I'm in a I'm in a spacesuit and. We'll see how, because I haven't got to the point where you maybe go back into third person. I'm still on that first person, yep. looking around the ship, which looks very Tacoma. Like it does. The game's yeah. got a, like like a sheen and higher budget to it than I thought it mm. would. It looks really nice, really good. Um, the lighting yeah, is very nice as well. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. There, there is that sheen to it, definitely. Yeah, because I only saw this like when I was kickstarting it, like in that third person view. So going into first person, I was like, oh, this is interesting. So I like how it changes, um, but yeah, I, I'm really early as well, so I haven't really got too far into it. Hmm. I do want to go back to it. Yeah, definitely. It seems intriguing. Mm. Um, yeah. It's giving little bits of story as you go through. Not, it's not flooding you with it. It also isn't doing. Um, it kind of isn't doing too much in terms of giving you more story through collectibles. There is a little mm-hmm. bit of that. But you yeah, don't have to delve too much into it. It seems like if you didn't look through that too much, that you're going to still get quite a good uh, story taking you through without mm. having to delve more into all of those extra bits. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 interesting, and I I definitely feel like playing on a, a control pad would be better, especially in the first person view, because yeah. trying to orientate myself in in, in no gravity G, through yeah. a space station kind of rotating and then pulling back and even on of, a controller that was a bit was it you know disorientating yeah mm. i'm guessing I'm though, like, like i've that, got the mouse i'm i'm clicking yeah. and scrolling with the mouse mm. to kind of look and look yeah, and look and so just, yeah i mean like, i'm guessing analog controls would be just infinitely better than yeah because i think you use like the the bumpers yeah. to like mm. reposition um, yourself but, does your mouse have uh, DPI settings? No. Because like that's one of the things I've noticed in some games. Like oh, like when you have this type of problem of having to like, oh, I shouldn't use the mouse. It'll show up on stream. Um, well, you have to fucking like, ba- like battle put because on this particular action you need to like really reef on the mouse. Being able to push a button and have it way more sensitive or way less sensitive is like oh okay you're getting some of this notion of like analog sensitivity out of it yeah but you know yeah i mean fancy mice are expensive and 
you've got a PS4. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you not tried using as the deal held up the DualShock? Have you not tried well, using that? Because I only got um, maybe I don't know how long I've played between half an hour and an hour right, today yeah, to get to that yeah. that point, and the PlayStation was being used downstairs. And you um, have the one, so I couldn't. Right? I've only got the one pad. Yeah. And so your yeah. second one. You got robbed, mate. Yeah. Remember when the PlayStation got robbed? Oh, both, yes. uh, all my pads got robbed with yeah. it as well. Oh, I know. So. Yeah, yeah no. Sense. So I've I'll only got the one pack, came with the new one. <laughs> <laughs> I actually well, lost I keep, my original one. I, I think thinking, it fell in the bin. Really? Fell I, in the bin? Th- yeah, I think that's what happened to it. You're like, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Xbox for life! Accidentally elbow. You're like, you're like a yeah. cat that just pushes things off desks, aren't you? Just accidentally knocked it into the bin. Um, yeah, and I, I bought six more, so yeah. Xbox for life. Wait, how many, how many DS4s do you have? At least four. God, and you have what seventeen and a half thousand Xbox? <laughs> I have every single combination in the design lab. Yeah. I think that's that, actually way that's more. A billion. Yeah, yeah I think something. it's billions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> infinite um, number. I keep only fancy <laughs> controller. That's very nice. Very yeah, I got this from. Oh yeah, my from another Xbox controller. They gave me a print. And I was like, fuck it, yeah, I'll put my handle on it. And then that the only reason this has a black back when I used the Canadian Xbox Design Lab was so that I could use this thing. But it also gave you text. And I don't know I don't know if you can see. I don't know if it'll refocus. You not, you can, I can't quite make it out, but you can focusing. see there is something there. It says, out of lives.net. Yeah. I, I should push this Welcome design as the official juices. out of lives. Hey, do you want to <laughs> make sure it's you put nice this? Yeah, I mean, it's Donatello and, and OG the Hulk. Of course it's nice. It's pretty, yeah. My favorite color, and the, and this isn't my favorite shade of green, but, I mean, they've gotten way better. But in, like, this was, what, 2016? There weren't yeah, a lot of colors available. And also, like, mm. you couldn't customize the colors of the analog sticks. Joysticks? Yeah. yeah. I think you might have been able to you do some of the buttons, but I was like, no, I'll, I'd rather yeah, have them all. You can do the buttons, you can do chrome. Or it might have been, I think actually what it was, was there were some customization options, but they, I wanted them to match the green, but then the nice green of these wasn't, just looked awful with this. Anyway, uh, cosmetics, turns out that's where you make the money. It's very jokery. Oh. Oh no. (laughs) I have never thought of that. I was thinking more Joker. (laughs) Lucy, you've just blown my mind. I've never thought of the fact that my favorite color scheme is also the Joker. Okay, hold on. I can fix this. This is Batman the Animated Series, the Joker, and anything, but that's yeah, not that's Frank the one Miller's I was thinking the Joker. Of. There we go. Yeah, we're good. Jack, no, was Jack Nicholson was definitely oh, purple, Nicholson. but I don't think it had the green, did it? Well, the hair, right? Joker always has green hair, white face. I don't think Jack Nicholson had green hair, did he? No. Oh. Fuck. Okay, I'm looking it up. Continue the talk. I'll let you know. No, I was so, thinking of the animated series. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. Mark Hamill is probably my favorite Joker outside of comic pages. Nice. Yeah. He um, just, all right. But, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, D- Deliver Us the Moon seems interesting. It's definitely one to continue. Uh, continue yeah. on with. Yeah, definitely green hair. Oh, oh. Okay. It looks like it opens up a little bit more as well. It looks like there's vehicles and things like that with it to, yeah, to traverse like around the moon. and stuff. AI companion as well. Oh, so. do you? Okay. Yeah. 
so it opens up a lot more than kind yeah, of that yeah. first initial hour-ish. It'd be interesting played. to see what the overall scope of this game is like. Because mm. um, yeah, I, had, I I kept up with the updates in the Kickstarter, but not too much. But yeah, it, it does seem like they not overscope, but definitely seems like they accomplished quite a lot. Nice know, with, cool. within their budget. So hopefully, it's short. Which is good. <laughs> yeah, I think it's about six hours. Yeah. So. Good. Like, yep, spend perfect. all that budget. Spend all that budget on excellent lighting, yes. and atmosphere, <laughs> and just, just truncate that story. Make yeah. it a short experience. Fine. That's what we Happy want. with that. that that's us. Tech up. We fucking hate narratives. <laughs> we I love like narrative. We just love novellas. <laughs> no, yeah, novellas every say, day. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, though, what we what would be really great is like fantastic, like Pulitzer Prize winning poetry, right? So all the quality, but like eh, short. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it says what it needs to say. Gets in, yeah. It would have been like if you'd have watched Star Wars and it was just the crawl, and then it just stopped. That'll do. Like, oh, dead good. speak. <laughs> I will never stop making that reference. It's so dumb. It is. I find it dumber than. I hate sand. It gets everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh dear. Um, so Lucy, we'll stick with you. Mm. Um, they're my they're my things that I've spoken about uh, that I played this week, and obviously you played a little bit of Deliver the Moon, so we'll stick with you yeah. um, to chat to us, whatever you want to, mate. What do you want to talk about? Yeah, I spoke about it briefly last week, but I finished uh, Fire Escape, um, mm. the game from Ink Stories, who yeah. also made 1979 Revolution. Uh, just as a quick recap, it's sort of a first-person voyeuristic uh, whodunit murder mystery. You're you're basically standing on a uh, fire escape of a Brooklyn apartment, and you're looking at a apartment block from across the way, and you're basically seeing the you know several different people's lives play out uh, as the landlord who's just about to chuck all these people out, um, get murdered that same night. And where I fit, it's separated into three episodes. And last time I spoke, it finished that first episode. Yep. Um, since then, I've completed the game. I've finished the other two episodes. It's quite a short game. It's hmm. um, if you were just go to go through all three episodes, it's probably what maybe an hour. But there is the opportunity to. Go back into the menu, like after every episode, it, you, you know, credits roll and it just kicks you back into the main menu. You can pick another episode or go back to the one you previously visited. And you can just, there's different timestamps for each day and it's like, yeah, I can pick 8.05 or 10 past 8, see what happens. Oh, nice. Because all these stories and all these, you know, different apartment blocks, they, they're uh, like happenings and you know, circumstances and situations, they all happen concurrently, so it's like, mm. oh, I, I'm over here looking at this dude, but over there in apartment block 3A, these, uh, this couple is having an argument or, or something like that, so uh, it really encourages you, especially if you go into the achievements, they're all revealed, it's like it encourages you to see what's happening and, you know, replay these things and, like, follow a certain character for that whole episode, see what they're doing and stuff like that. Um, it's 
this is another game that's like just really carried by like really good voice acting. Um, mm. Graphically wise, uh, it's it, it looks like a PS2 era game. It's like really low res assets, you know, you know, very, you know, it's it's, it's not great to look at. It sort of gels in an odd way with like the kind of New, New York. This feels like 1980s New York CD, you know, Brooklyn of <laughs> apartments, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, so it kind of fits with that vibe in a weird way, but yeah, it, graphically, it, it's not going to push your PC to the, uh, you know, to the max, which is kind of weird because it's a VR game. Mm. I mm. think it does well in immersion, like, orally, like, like, like listening to the voice acting, that that carries a lot of the game and a lot of the characters' actions and stuff like that, but looking at it, it's like, oh, I wonder what this would be like in VR. Um, I guess it doesn't matter to to a certain extent, but yeah, graphically, I it's, mean, not, it's not... Uh, having brain. played a few more VR games than... Mm. Because uh, one, I had VR, and then one of my PC died, it couldn't do it, but like... Aaron, sorry, I'm pointing up because Aaron lives above me. Uh, he works for a, a VR development firm that does mostly like medical stuff. But like he then mm-hmm. has all of the VR at home, or like can bring it home and test things. And so, uh, some of the best VR experiences are, I mean, like Superhot, for example, which um, mm. it, it's not graphical fidelity. Abstract, it's yeah. about figuring out the best way to like have someone really feel like they're in the gameplay mm. while it's happening. That's true. Um, like compare that to like yeah. the Batman experience, which was cool because when you were like zip lining around, sorry, grappling hooking around, um, and like some other stuff, but most of it was just like looking at a Batman movie that you got to like look around, but it, like looking at your hands was like, oh, but my hands don't work the right way. And it was like, well, if you're going to do this realistic immersion thing, it breaks super easy. But if you're going to do a yeah. kind of more cartoony world, where then and you have these restrictions i actually think those two things line up really well because that's true your suspension of disbelief is different and you can accept the limitations and all you need is a a good looking world that you can interact a bunch with having said that uh boy i would love to have a next gen um vr and a pc could run it to try half-life alex because Mm. like that's act and that's promising both right Example. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. It, yeah, you're right. And like, this is a small dev team with probably not a lot of budget to make this game. So, trying to get more realistic. I mean, you could go into that kind of uncanny valley kind of, mm. you know, territory. So, so yeah, you're right. The and this is very much a, you're very static and you are just looking around this, you know, apartment complex and it's like your field of view. It's like oh, I can only see this side of the apartment. And you know when I swing to the swing to the right or the left or whatever, I can only see this side. So I think that would work well in VR, in that kind of sense. But um, yeah, it's the story is. I think all the characters are like really, really well voice acted, and they've got their own flawed backstories. I mean, there's a few like stereotypes in there, which is like, hmm, it's like oh, you know, the person who 
who, you know, the caretaker in this place, he's black and he's been to prison, because obviously, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, mm, okay, and there's this black woman and her son's in prison now, and it's like, okay, okay, it's just like, yeah, but it's like, aside from that, it's just like, all these characters are just like, yeah, it's believable, still, no. like, the voice acting carries it a long way, and you see all these flawed characters, and like, you're thinking, oh, like, every single one of these people could have a possible motive to kill this landlord and stuff like that, so it's... It always keeps you on your toes, but in terms of the ending, I'm not going to spoil it, but they do like a classic uh, Scooby-Doo like kind of mm. um, reveal to it. So it, it, that lands a bit flat, but I will the say... The landlord killed the landlord. <laughs> <laughs> it was suicide all along. He killed himself yeah, with a yeah, fucking ice pick. It's just like, or icicle. Mm, it's an icicle. icicle. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. He faked his own death. Yeah, but fucked but it, it up and it, killed himself. But it, but it, it just trips at the last hurdle in terms of the end and the, you know the, the actual reveal of it and. But, you know, in terms of that, it's like Firewatch to me. It's like all throughout that story, you you are captivated. It's just at the very end, it's just like, well, that's a bit of a crappy way to tie things up, but. I, I really did enjoy the journey up to that point. So I mean, I think that's the mark of a, I might have said not a perfect narrative, but like if if the narrative's going well, you can forgive a bad start or a bad ending or some hiccups in the middle. Like, yeah. I, I think there's something weird that goes on with, like, um, our culture on, or just maybe it's humans on, like, if the if the ending does if they can't stick the landing, the whole thing's garbage. Like, all these people who are fucking rabid about <laughs> Lost, and then. You're in purgatory. Sorry, no, 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 no. Lost, Lost was awful from the beginning. Yeah, so. I mean, I, I think so. I like season one, and then season two. Within two episodes, we're like, oh, there's extra survivors that you never found, but now we have them because we don't know how to write more. Like, as soon as I saw a polar bear, I was like, I'm out. Yeah, I'm yes, out. I was the same. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. the same. Um, yeah. But like, excuse me, you can't be that <laughs> rabid about this. Is a well, I guess part of it is, I guess, is narratives that build all of the suspension and all all the suspense rather and all of um the narrative towards the twist are just making things very difficult for themselves but in yeah. general like yeah. uh, I, I didn't bother watching the end of game of thrones season eight just didn't watch season eight because season seven was kind of garbage yeah. to me it was it was a little too laughable i regret watching every season of dexter after well, the first one but the thing is the i like yeah. i have fond memories of the first like five-ish seasons and like i will say though like it's a it was well written, well made, and yeah. I you don't need it at all to be good. Like that, like the whole thing doesn't have to be perfect. You can be like, actually, I really had amazing times with these years, and then yeah, didn't work. Same thing I with the West Wing. I completely agree. I watched. Yeah. Um, I, I finally actually caught up on Dexter. Then you mentioned it. Um, uh, this year that should well, have been a one I, series. This thing. past like few years, yeah, season one's really good. I actually liked two and three, and everyone like okay. raved about four, and it was okay. It's mostly John Lithgow. Is John Lithgow? He's amazing. Um, oh, that's the one. With and John then Lithgow, I'm really yes. glad people were like, "Boy, was season five garbage," and then everything else after that kind of garbage. Because it's like. Okay, I'll stop at four. Like, I could have easily stopped at three, and then even, yeah. like, a few mm. episodes into four, I'm like, I don't think it's as good as everyone says it is, because it seems as weak as three, and it was like, okay, I watched the thing. And it was fine. 
Yeah. It was fine. Yeah. And actually a yeah. good like good ending. I don't it. hate it. I didn't write into the writers saying, Oh my god, you ruined that What? But Lucy, you always tell us we should just make our opinions known and harass <laughs> any creative about their content. True, true. I think the the, the difference between say a game which doesn't stick its landing and a TV series is it you're uh, you're a bit more invested with the TV series you've probably been with it you know, before oh, the we had um, yeah. yeah before we had binging uh, like on demand TV um, you've been watching it for 10 weeks 20, 20 odd weeks if it's a 24 episode sort yeah. of series um, you've been watching it for a long time to then get that disappointment well, with a game you know, I don't know how long Fire Escape was, Lucy, but An hour. maybe it's oh. yeah. So <laughs> it's, if you, you play it there, from start to finish, you sit there for you sit there for that long. The yeah. ending doesn't quite stick, but you've enjoyed your hour. Still. Yeah, I really did. Yeah, I think it's a very, very good who done it. Even though it may not um, stick the landing, I I think it's intriguing all the way to the end. And it's it's nice to get like these small, you know, experimental games like. Mm, absolutely. I'm looking forward to see what they do next because I've enjoyed both their games, uh, 1979: The Revolution and and this. Um, mm. I hope there's more press around it because yeah, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, if it wasn't for those damn neighbours, be fine. <laughs> see, that's why zombies should eat your neighbours. <laughs> that's why what zombies should eat their victims? No, they're na- your neighbours. Na- na- my neighbours. Oh, they're oh, oh, oh yes. Game? Okay, yes. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Uh, apparently, no, I'm in reference mode today because uh, like <laughs> half my comments are just dumbass references. Well, I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. So. I'm glad. Yeah. Good. Should we have another um, beer? Or yes, we please. Briefly talk I, about. I, I even rinsed my glass uh, because uh, I had the time, and on, of course, this lovely Br- British house has that sink. Well, yes. I'm a professional and I have two glasses. So yeah, so I it was either grab I didn't the bring one my second glass up. The one clear pint glass that was in the kitchen or that and a, like a red stripe or a Heineken glass. I was like, I'll just wash it. It's fine. Okay. Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna crack my beer. Um Good. I will start Ooh. This is uh Kempo. No, it's not, it's Carpo. <laughs> well, I think there was an M. What have I read? Carpo from Alpha Delta. Um, it is a hemp IPA in a gold can. Oh, that's that's fancy. Um, aren't you fancy? I know, it's very, Too very fancy. fancy. I also... 6%. Oh, I was just saying, I also like the like the very crisp lettering on it. So like, Yes, absolutely. Like that, that's one of the cans where you're like, maybe I'll put it on the shelf. Because you can't... Oh, yeah. actually, can you mm. peel that? I don't know. I don't know whether I can peel it or not yet. Um, I will have a look. I did try to peel the uh, where the arbor one. Where have we put it? No, the um, the weird beard oh, can, right, right, the yeah. anti-social social club, mm, and it just ripped. Oh. Just ripped straight across. I mean, rip. Um, which was a shame. You should just so write that a one. nice letter to these breweries and say, "Can yes. I just have one off the printing press, please?" Just send please. me a label. Thank you yeah. very much. Yeah, just um, label. so. Yes, Carpo, a hemp IPA from Alpha Delta. I've not had anything from Alpha Delta before. Mm. They are from Newcastle. Um, it doesn't give me much on here. There's no flavor text. Um, it just tells me uh, that there's special thanks to NorthumbrianHemp.com because it's British-grown hemp that is mm. in this. Uh, it has um, water, wheat, barley, oats, 
hops yeast, hemp seeds, and hemp leaf. Oh. What hemp? It's very, super very light. Yeah. It, yeah. So it is, is it really? It looks kind of straw, with a type, yeah. maybe a lemony yeah. straw uh, in your lighting. Is it absolutely? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, maybe a little more yellow than uh, on the camera than it actually is, uh, but nice, nice thick head to it as well. Mm. Uh, so, oh, talk about it in a minute, Adol. What have you got? Well, I've got a, I've got a heavy hitter this, this week because I've been saving it in a thought myself maybe i'll just do a one beer week and instead i started with a what six percent beer or something and then yep. this one uh this is a bottle Ooh. Uh, it's a very nice look yeah look at so that. it's uh dialos inuertos and barica it it's made just a bottle of wine it's made by aura brewing in london uh, it is. Okay. Got something in Spain. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, no, you got something from Spain. No, yeah, no. Nice. Yeah. Of course not. <laughs> it's from London. Well, so the thing, so the Aura, so because we never had something from Aura, I'll actually read their flavor text. Aura Brewing, founded in 2016 in Modena, is an independent London brewery dedicated to creating beers that marry the quality of finest ingredients with contemporary beer styles. So it sounds like they are Spanish and maybe moved here. Kind of weird. <laughs> Founded in Medina, do but they're independent London. <laughs> um, so this is. Uh, it's not good here. <laughs> it's warmer. Yeah. yeah. So it's a um, nine percent, seven hundred fifty mil imperial stout. Oh, sorry, what was beautiful. that? Beautiful. It was a so, ni- sorry. Nine so. percent, <laughs> seven hundred fifty mil bottle, imperial stout. Oh. This podcast might go on till midnight. So. Uh, <laughs> Kim's already told me she's going to bed at half past ten. So if we keep going, we can just keep going. Oh, excellent! Yeah. Um, so I'll read. I've got another beer in the fridge as well. Nice. My last one. Uh, I have zero after. This oh no! One, so. um, I'll read the flavor text. It's, Don't I? Uh, this get on the vodka, Lucy. Yeah. Oh no. Uh, Imperial Stout with large amounts of Scotch bonnet chili and chocolate that we aged for six months in a bourbon barrel. During this time, the barrel releases to this beer a unique character, sweet bourbon, vanilla, and oak. It actually, I, I don't know if you can tell on camera, it is, they've waxed over oh, nice. the bottle cap. Mm. Yeah. It's like, oh, you you want me to know this is quality. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you turned fancy today, so you shaved your beard. Yeah. And you got a <laughs> fancy oh, uh, beard. I, I, I've discovered a problem. <laughs> Oh. The wax is preventing me from open opening it. It's <laughs> a dig. Get, you, get a your dig pen a knife out. Well, dig why it. don't we move to Lucy while I crack this and yeah. pour it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, there we go. I've also got a stout, but. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Have you just taken the wax off? No, the whole thing is off, but it's stuck to the top of the bottle by a thin oh, yes, branch yeah. of wax. I'm going to take a picture of that. Oh, go on, Lucy. Sorry. That's <laughs> Uh, I've also got a stout. Um, it's only 7.5%, unfortunately. And it is from North Brewing Co. Oh, North. Lovely. Ooh, Ooh nice. Very nice can. can. Yeah, it's very pretty. Um, all black with uh, yellow shapes on it. Um, oh, it's also... Uh, it, it's a collab with Doug's Brewery. Um, oh, nice. Ooh, Douglas makes some fucking fantastic stouts. They do, they do. Um, in this, it's barley, rye, oats, cacao nibs, coffee, hops, yeast, vanilla, and tonka beans. Nice. 440ml can. Yeah, 7.5% if I didn't already mention that. 
Quality. Wind down the yeah, night for stack. I haven't had something from Douglas for ages. I think mm. it was maybe the last beer festival, actually, Ooh. in Bristol, which was uh, almost a year in ago. September. I think it was the last time I had something from them. No, that wasn't September. It was June last time, was it? Yeah, it was yeah. June, yes. Yeah, mm. it was. So, we'll roll oh, back round. Good. Roll back round to me. Um, yeah. I've just noticed it says in the tiniest of writing, uh, that little logo on the bottom is Northumbrian Hemp's logo, I guess. Because um, oh. there's, a, there's a plus sign underneath leading towards it. Um, it's it's got a very, very light nose. Yeah. Um, I know uh, we were talking sort of, Adol, you sort of mentioned a, uh, like a lemony straw colour to it, and it, you're definitely getting a little bit of citrus on oh, the right. nose, but not much else at all. Very, very light. Ooh, 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 that is deep, that is dank. Ooh, excellent. <laughs> ooh, that's good. That's very good. Mmm, little bit of little bit of sweet fruit in there not huge amount not necessarily citrus not the same hint that i'm getting from the nose mm. in the flavor there's definitely a little bit of fruit coming through there but not much at all it leads very swiftly into this very floral dankness so you've kind of got this nice weedy dankness which isn't mm. super strong against this very slight perfumed sort of floral note to it as well which kind of edges just in the background a little bit so it allows that dank hemp note to run through run its course and then there's just this slight sweet perfumed kind of floral note to it as well which is really easy and just is sat a Above everything else and mm. sticks around it's very um, very dry even from the first sip as soon as you take it back it's dry 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 but mm -hmm. the flavors last that lingers really really well um, it's kind of almost um, that that slight floral note to it is making me think of like palmer violets it's that kind of sweetness to it you know it's a slightly candied kind of floral uh, uh sweetness which is maybe a little bit sort of lavendery perhaps oh. um but yeah yeah this is this is this tastes really really good I, uh percentage wise was about six ish i think uh yeah it is six percent and you don't you don't get the booze in it at all you didn't on the previous beer from from deep creek either which was a little bit more mm -hmm. about six and a half i think uh, you don't get the booze on it at all. It's really easy and is a very, very nice flavour. Mm -hmm. um, it's one, I think, with the previous beer with Sensei, I drank that pretty quickly. You know, very good IPA sort of flavours to it. Uh, went back very easily, drank very quickly. This, because that flavour sticks around so long, I can just sort of luxuriate mm. over almost. It feels, it feels like 
something to take my time with. Excellent. Uh, and even now, what, 30 odd seconds of chat, that flavor is still there. 30 odd seconds of chat mm. was the name of my second album. Hey! <laughs> Adol, how's your beer? So, on the, sm- on the nose, you get that chocolate and a slight hint of that chili immediately, it, it, along with that, like, lovely, multi boozy hit of an Imperial Stout. Um, yeah. And obviously, it I re- just looks ex- like what you want. Thin layer of... Yeah. Uh, thin head, but real thick. Oh, you can see it clinging to the glass here. Um, oh, it's real smooth and velvety. It just coats your mouth. Um, I wish it was a touch colder. I kind of took it out of the fridge maybe a little early. Mm. Mm. Um, oh, wow. That I was going to talk about the um, initial taste, but that finish is like... So it's it's like... What is it? Slight coffee, but mostly just really rich chocolate. You know when you like yeah. binge on high percent cacao chocolate and then there's that taste that lingers? So mm. Not that like in your face... God, I just had this dark chocolate, but then like, oh man, I had that chocolate earlier. That's the feeling. Um, Cannot tell this is 9%. Very dangerous, uh, given that it's smooth. And I have, I don't know if you can see that much left in the bottle. (laughs) Um, I thought the Scotch Bonnet would have a bigger impact. I'll see if, now that my mouth has got coated, like, um, whether it'll change, but it was mostly just mm. in the initial taste. I did yeah, enjoy. That's what I was most intrigued about because mm. I love Scotch bonnets. Mm. Yeah. From Caribbean. I thought so, it, yeah, it kicked in, so I, I did enjoy you. Kind of, you were talking about that taste, and you went to sip it again, and that finish just kind of hit you, and you just see the pint glass go away as you then begin to yeah. describe the finish. I thought you were going to say that the chili had kind of kicked in at that point. So this is, it's the exact opposite of that. The chili's there right away. Like, even on a small sip, yeah. like I just took, I get that spike a, a little bit of heat, but it's very thin, if that makes sense. Like, it's like, oh, yeah. Mm. But there's other things going on, like that maltiness, uh, chocolateiness mm-hmm. is sort of there from start to finish. Um, oh, mm, no, now that I'm a little used to it, it it's just, <laughs> I thought it, I guess what thing is, the, the spice I thought would be bigger because it's Scotch bonnet, but obviously it must be diluted. Yeah. And instead, it just does, if you've ever had Scotch Bond, it doesn't leave your mouth. And so it just sort of lingers. But because it's so low-key, um, those first sips, my, my, my taste buds were overwhelmed by all the chocolate and all the malt that I just didn't notice that. Yeah. yeah. It fades quicker than the rest. But now that it's been, what, 20 seconds since, like, third sip, um, it's still a little there. Like, if I move my tongue around, I mean, like, other parts are like, oh, yeah, the heat's still there. But it's really mild. Like, if you don't like yeah. spice... Or if you can't take spice, you'd have no problem with this. It just gives that extra, like, third dimension. Dimension, And, again, yeah, like, yeah. it tracks through in this... It's like a small spike, a very, like, very distinct spice. Um, yeah. It's really well, good. This is... Um, yeah. I know, Lucy, you rag on me for having uh, stouts every week, but this is one of the best, like, stouts I've had like in quarters. a while. Yeah. Quarters, not stouts. Uh, <laughs> You're right, actually. Yeah, but like, yeah. yeah, maybe that was the problem. I should I should have gone back to stouts. This is. Um, I'm really yeah, I'm a good big that fan. It's not too spicy, you know. Like, oh yeah, I, like, I think it's better less than obviously more because 
I just remember there was a, I think it's from Magic Rock. There was a Demole one where it was like, I think it was something like 10% or something like that. It just had too much chili in, mm, in it. For I remember. Me. And, yeah, um, was that a ginger one as well? I think they have a ginger one. Whoa. I think this was just a normal imperial mm. stout, um, from what I can remember. But when the when like stouts get have chilies in it and it does it just right, you have that like as you say that extra depth and dimension, and it, it's just there. It just gives you that extra bit of warmth, but not too much because you obviously got the warmth from the alcohol as well. There's nothing better. Like I, I still remember the Tempest one. I think it has ancho chilies in it, and it's just like it's so good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Mm. Also, Demole is an excellent brewery. Yeah. Yes. Just, yeah. just, just so good <laughs> to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lucy, how, how about yes. your beer? Uh, when I first poured it, it, it had a like nice, quite a large head, um, like foamy and bubbly head that like biscuity coloured, like digestive biscuity coloured, mm. but since dissipated getting a little bit of vanilla on the on the aroma, definitely a lot of coffee ooh, yeah that's got a nice smell to it, mostly coffee, a little bit of vanilla mmm mmm wow, that's that's heavier than I thought, not heavier the mouthfeel is a bit more full than I thought mm. it is. I thought it'd be like, mm, not watery, like, you know, maybe like a 5% porter or stout, but not quite as full as like, you know, your 9% or stuff like that. But it, it has got like a full body to it. Not too heavy. It's, it's got a slight, not wateriness, but easiness to it. But it's got, an, it's got the right amount of body to it, where it's not too thin. But... Hmm. After talking, it's like the thing, the aftertaste. All I'm getting is that vanilla, those Tonka beans, coffee, bit of chocolate, like milk chocolate. It, this is a very good stack. Nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think Ooh. I honestly might have to track down uh, copies of both of your beers tonight because you, mm. you, you've just made me want them. Nice. I, I, I'm definitely going to look for. For the one Lucy's got. Well, I'm gonna look for the one both of you have uh, 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 picked up. It yeah. sounds absolutely sounds insane. Um, uh, Lucy, I think <laughs> last year North put out a stout, mm. um, which was a also in a, a black and yellow can. But I, I I can't remember exactly what kind it was, but I just remember it being this sweet honey slightly kind of caramelly sort of stout and it was absolutely beautiful and mm. there's so many of these breweries which you go yep they do stouts really well they do stouts really well and North kind of aren't no, in no, that same like conversation a yet lot of like IPAs yeah yeah, uh, yeah I mean every stout I've had from them has been really good yeah yeah because I picked it up it's like mm, I'm not really in stout mode I'm much more IPA these days in, in this like kind of warm weather that we've been having but yeah it's like when I see a beer from North, it's like always. It's a shoe-in, right? Yeah. They, they make some quality beers. They do. But yeah, the, yeah, this is really, really good. Good. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. Ooh. Um, so. Nice bit of heat to it as well at the end. Just like, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I'm happy. I'm very happy. <laughs> Excellent. You should be. I imagine 
you're probably even happier um, because we're going to talk about something a little bit different now take it in a little bit of a tangent um, we'll come back I know Lucy played a few more things so we'll come back to that in a moment uh, but uh, and I'll let Adel take yeah. us away with this we've had a, a, question. We've had a request yeah. if, you, if, you, if you listen to the podcast and you haven't picked up on it yet we have started to stream our recordings live on a Tuesday evening yep. at 8pm uh, and we've got some people watching so we've had a yeah we were super late tonight because of a, a small human fell over and cut her hand oh and it was i didn't realize she hurt herself distraught. yeah Man. she hurt herself so yeah she's just distraught for about an hour and a half Oof. um yeah so we have uh we, we've got a Not question a from twitch um from i'm happy with this question yeah techman 5000 asked uh as I lost the question. No, uh, can uh, you guys talk about the Tony Hawk? Um, discuss your thoughts on the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two remix that were announced today. Um, and I if thought it was that up to me, this is all we would have talked about. So. Yeah, I was going to say. I was like, yeah, of course we can. Like we briefly yeah. mentioned it earlier in the in the pod um, when we talked about EGS um, exclusivity, which mm-hmm. everyone knows what our opinions of that are. Um, it's fine. Exclusivity, I mean, not EGS. I'm glad you've turned a All bit right. of a corner, Lucy, because you used to be just, boy, easy, EGS is trash, and everyone should just ignore it. But, it's still trash. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I thought it was a good question. It's just that like I can wait a year. <laughs> but I thought it'd be a good question to field uh, not only about the remakes uh, and our thoughts, but maybe just our general thoughts on the series, because, well, it's pretty seminal. Mm-hmm. I was literally playing, was it not last weekend, weekend before? I spent like two hours on my Saturday playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 in an emulator, so... You mean I'm legitimately on the console you owned? I still have... I don't know if I still have a copy of it, but I definitely have PlayStation 1 and yeah. PlayStation 2. So yeah, we'll just say that for for legal reasons. Yep. I played it on... <laughs> no, I just played it. I, I just typed in Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 free online, and I picked the first emulator that came up, and it was just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Done. I mean... It's still good. It still holds up. So, I love can, those games. I mean, how much did you guys play skate games? The A skate lot. series? No, no sorry, EA? like... Skateboarding video games. Uh, a lot. I, I played a lot of Tony Hawk. Mm. One through, we were discussing this the other day, through to the Wasteland. You played up to Wasteland, yeah. Yeah, I think I only played up to three mm. and then had switched to other other games. So I'd always played like snowboarding games, like Cool Borders, 1080 Snowboarding. Mm. Tony Hawk's, Dave Mirror, um, BMX, uh, BMX Triple X. I, I loved those <laughs> kinds of games because I was out with my friends doing stuff, uh, you know, skating and doing those things, and then able to kind of come home and do play better tricks, and then go back out with my friends and be like, "I'm going to try this." No, I'm not going to try that. <laughs> that seems absurd. <laughs> No, it was living on the ultimate fantasy for me because, you know, that power fantasy we're talking about video games because I remember stepping on a skateboard once and just like, nope. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, no. I do not want to break my collarbone. I mean, I was... And now you can do a five million combo. (laughs) Yeah, if you put on the right cheats. (laughs) If you put on the cheats where it's like... uh... I never zero gravity. <laughs> I skateboarded for maybe a half year and never could do even oh, like wow. an ollie. 
and then, <laughs> but then like a couple of years later, like in what, high school, no, end of high school and then first undergrad, um, longboarded. Okay. And, yeah. Uh, no, even then, because I'm old as shit, so like early mid two thousands, <laughs> there weren't really there's no game to longboard, and there weren't really that many surfing games or snowboarding games. Yeah. So, or at least the snowboarding games have like were very much like half pipe centric, you know, uh, tricky ones. And so I never really got uh, that video game attachment that you were describing. Mm. Um, I did almost kill myself. Um, <laughs> Longboarding, though, I was in uh, the the Rocky Mountains uh, at, at a, an ex boss of mine's uh, house there, and well, so so he was in a really fancy neighborhood, so everyone was on top of this really steep hill, and we had we had <laughs> a five foot longboard and a six foot longboard, and then we were um, my buddy Colin uh, used to surf when he grew up in Florida, and so he was teaching us surfing moves while we were bombing down these hills that were very steep. Like, Dale, sorry, I don't want to interrupt, but all I'm thinking of now is that Simpsons where Homer falls down the gorge. I mean, it... And that's all I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope you that's were... I, I hope mean. you were helicoptered up oh, on the longboard and just bashed into the bashed into the cr- <laughs> the wall <laughs> continuously no it was it was it was it, it was less i didn't damage myself but if i had damaged myself it would have been like game over because um so one of the moves on a surfboard is called so like hanging 10 on a longboard going down at like 35 miles per hour plus is real real scary <laughs> Because, like, you're on the, like, <laughs> picture it. You're like this and, like, hanging off. And you're like, well, if I lean too far forward, I'm done, so Because my face will just plant. This is a little too extreme. But Colin taught us the coffin, which is where the surfer mid-surf mid throws a leg out, crouches down, lies down on the board, crosses mm. their hands over their chest, like, vampire style, yeah. and then carves by leaning the rest of the wave. Mm. So when you do this on a really steep hill on asphalt at, like I said, 35 miles plus, that's basically street luge with no protective gear. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And when you try and do it, you've never done it before, and you just do it on a real steep hill where you're, like, catching mega speed, what happens when you sit your weight back on the board poorly is you put it too far on one side, and then the board lifts off on two wheels, and you realize I'm about to just kill myself because I'm just gonna tumble, then road rash. I like threw a leg out the other way for off balance, and then immediately sat up and just burnt the like soles of my skate shoes trying to break. Because I'm like, I almost died. I almost died. I almost died. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, anyway. I thought I was going to die when I was in and the then trolley were... and got pushed. <laughs> and this was at like five miles per hour. Oh, it was real, real stupid. Um, anyway. then you could cough in, yeah. in Tony Hawk's no. and all of those skating games. You could do those moves. Really so can, so yeah. I, I, I bring this up because I actually have um, very little to say because I missed most of the skate games. Except I got like Skate 2 on the Xbox like 360 real late. When I was uh, I could... in Amsterdam and got a 360 and just played the shit out of it, but mostly for like the open world, dropping shit, seeing what kind of stupid things I could do, and never really trying to combo. Mm. Yeah, I could never revert into the uh, skate games um, because my brain was just hardwired into 
Tony Hawk's like square to grind and, or triangle to grind and stuff like that. So it's, it's just, I could never do it. It was like muscle memory. I couldn't train mm. my brain to uh, the I, skate way of things. I think that the difference is almost like looking at an arcade racer and a sim racer, isn't it? Like Tony Hawk's is, mm. that, is an arcade game. Yeah, it is. Sure. Tap a button, do some absolutely insane tricks. Skate gave a little more kind of precision, and I think the skating really games that it, we've yeah. heard of um, coming out in the kind of in the future, which um, like Skater XL, um, and there's that one that's on um, uh, that's currently on Steam that's coming to Xbox as well. The name oh, escapes me completely. Escapes uh, you. Session, session, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> Um, but they they um, they seem like they're going for a little bit more realism. Yeah. Having not a new Tony Hawk game, but a remaster of the first and second games, lets me know that this is just going to be absurd arcade fun. Yeah. And we're yeah. gonna just get to do those ridiculous moves. And 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 listening to the kind of the announcement and um, what Tony Hawk and um, uh, who's producer? I think her name was Jen. I think she, she producer on previous Tony Hawk games. Yeah, it came from Neversoft, from, right? I think oh, really? yeah. I yeah, yeah, think yeah. she did, or, or she was just always Vicarious Visions. I don't remember, mm. but I know that Vicarious Visions. From that interview, they have people from Neversoft. Uh, yes, working for them. So, um, um, and it, it sounds like they want to retain that element to it that kind of that arcadey nature of it yeah. you know they've not taken a new Tony Hawk's game and made it more realistic they're not going for that sim racer effect they are super arcadey you tap square mm-hmm. you are going to grind along a rail you hit your analog stick obviously there were no analog sticks I think with the first Tony Hawk game it was just Depends on the original out, PS pad um, but I, I Playing it on the emulator, yeah. I was using uh, directional pads. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, there's lots of stuff that I think is going to be upgraded, but I hope they still retain that, that uh, you know, uh, that crazy arcade sort of thing. Yeah. You can get so much air and just combo, 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 and then come down and grind and combo and manual and combo and just constantly mm. build this kind of thing up. Uh, that is that is what I want from. Tony Hawk's. Yeah. I don't kind of want it to move no. anywhere else. We have mm. other games that are trying to do those kinds of things. And if people want yeah. a little more realism, they want maybe not more precision, but they want more control over mm-hmm. what they're doing, then they've got other things to kind of move to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The, the amount of times that I used to play like horse on Tony Hawk's <laughs> yes, yeah. with my brother just sat there. <laughs> yeah. And just we you You'd, you'd get up into the thousands and thousands and thousands on an absurd combo yeah. and then I'd just sit there and be like how the fuck did you do that now I've yeah. just how, what, I forgot uh, about horse I used to play that so much as yeah. well. uh, can you just but, inform me what horse is um, I know, so the, I know horse, the playground game I don't think this is the playground game well uh, it, it, it's the it same you have, to, you have to repeat the trick you repeat the trick oh. uh, that the person before you had done um, I mean, I just or, button mash or, on these games for the most part, so yeah. I don't think that's possible. <laughs> no, it is. It that's is. what it is, though. That's what yeah. Tony Hawk is. Yeah. <laughs> but like, how do you, but you, button mashing to follow someone means you're no longer bashing. But you're not. So you're you're 
you're not button bashing because you're trying to do the same stuff that they would do. That's what I mean, yeah. So, you know, Tony Hawk's was very similar to like a fighting game in that mm. a certain directional combination would give you a kickflip right. yeah, or yeah. a a hold or whatever it would give you, you know. It was actually quite rigid <laughs> in its button combinations. So you do this, that is what you get. Yeah, yeah. You put your you push your 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 sticks in these directions, that is right. what you're going to do. Um, so you could emulate what that last person had done quite yeah. easily. Um, and uh, again, hopefully it retains a little bit of that as well. That it does feel yeah. a bit more like that fighting game that you can relearn these um, these moves right. to be able to do, rather than it being a, a, a button mashing exercise I mean, and just kind of sorry doing whatever, jumping and then kind of just going. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, there is there is a like method to the madness mm. um, yeah, I mean, but it is just like one of those games that you can just button mash it is more yeah, in the can, arcade yeah. racing it's like yeah you can fluff these corners and stuff like that you can do that in Tony Hawk's it's not you can bounce off the edge a little bit yeah doesn't I mean I, I think that's the key right is that like it's forgiving to button mashing but if you want to do a specific thing you can right yeah so like my favourite my favourite thing to do yeah. in like racing games is downshift braking because it should blow your yeah. engine, but it never does in these games, and it mm. and because of the coding, it's like so like most of the Need for Speed, Need for Speed, Need for Speed games. When that was a good series. Uh, most of the Need uh. for Speed games have this flaw, which is so like I always play in manual mode, and I use my uh, up and down arrow keys as shifting because you can fucking game this these games by just hitting a corner. Your brakes aren't going to kick in nearly as quick enough, or the quick it like, or the e-brake will like spin you. But if you just hit the down arrow twice, where suddenly you're going from fifth gear to third gear, it'll automatically brake you, engine brake mm. you, and then you get clear of the corner. And it, it's it's like one of my favorite things about it because it's arcadey, not simmy. That like, yeah, that's that's a tool I've got. That's a way of braking, and it turns out they've been consistent across companies actually. But like, once you learn that, you can put that into your play style and yeah it's not real but it's like i can, this is a thing i've learned on your game like i've just learned your you game. can absolutely do that in real life these days with all of these cars with electronic chips <laughs> in them rather than them we're actually worrying about their fucking engine i mean i dare you on the highway to downshift to one sir <laughs> i fucking dare you <laughs> i'll do it i'll do it now because there's fucking no one on it at the moment you will strip those gears and need a new car please do not do that um I still got my little racing wheel for the PS2. Really? Ooh. I bet you. I bet there's drivers for Windows for that thing. Now you've given me a project, and I hate <laughs> you for it. Um, um, the one, th the one, the one thing I wanted to say about Tony Hawk's is I watched the trailer, and it did seem to say like it really highlighted besides like legendary skaters and like all the cosmetic and 4K stuff. It did highlight like crazy combos and stuff. So I if. I'm really so, hoping, yeah. and it seems like it that that like they get what the in kind of game that they're remastering is, and they're not trying to shift. Like we talked about the genre shift of let's hope they don't do yeah. that. Seems like at least I th on that. I think it's won't. yeah. It's, I think it's very much in the spirit of Tony Hawk's. I mean, after playing the Crash Remaster, I I trust like Aries Visions yeah. with that. Yeah. They, they they are very true to the source material and. Obviously, Tony Hawk's going to endorse his own game, but you know, seeing him there and 
you know, um, the producer from Vicarious Visions, her saying, you know, all the right things. I have, yeah. I have high hopes for this, and I hope they're not crushed because I didn't have high hopes for Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Five like at all. As soon as I saw Little Wayne in it, I was just like, this is gonna be bad. And oh. it's, <laughs> but Wait, I, 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 and this it, it, is with a song or as a skater. No, he was a skater in it. Oh um, no, we won't go there, but. This has got like all the original music as well, so it looks like yes. they're putting time and effort into this. Like, and those tracks are oh, Tony. I was just listening to him play hey, I mean, like it's, awful it's, games. It so is good. how I discovered like bands like Mill and Colin, oh, um, nice. you know, from the original games. You know, really stuff that we hadn't had really over in the UK yeah, at that mm. kind of time. Yeah. And then I suddenly it was like this band is brilliant. Uh, yeah. Oh shit, they've got like three albums out. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Jump on Napster and try and download not porn <laughs> but just way, some yeah. songs like yeah <laughs> but yeah like all the punk songs are great and i really like the hip-hop in it like mm, people yes, yeah. forget it's like there's a lot of hip-hop in those games and it's all great 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 songs i can't so. remember oh was it oh i was gonna say there was a an excellent cypress hill song in one of the games but i think that might have been in a dave mirror game in mm. the bmx oh, game i instead. think i think i think there might have been one in a pro skater Maybe, in, or maybe I'm thinking. I did of GTA like that bleed of those. <laughs> again, it was it, you know the, the the soundtrack is something that makes these games. Yeah, because um, because mm. you don't have you know with like FIFA with sports games, you often have commentary, so you don't have songs, and the songs are relegated to the menu being kind of in whatever. menus and stuff, yeah. so they don't matter. Whereas this is how many people skate with headphones in when I skated almost everybody mm. you yes. skated with music going on if it wasn't yeah. headphones it was someone playing something on a cassette player that you were all kind of listening to you were all sharing tapes of different bands and stuff yeah. as well when you all came to meet up yeah. and skate and the music is a huge huge part of this so I'm really glad that they have those licenses back in to bring yeah, the I original still, soundtrack I still out. like just randomly sing a lot of those songs and like when when I was talking to my sister earlier I was like guess what they're remastering she was like what I was like I'll give you a few guesses and then I started singing the Ace of Spades uh, and she was like oh Tony Hawk <laughs> amazing because <laughs> um, 4 that's is where still she my knows favorite. it from as well yeah. that's good can, can I four just is still my favorite. Uh, so I there is four. a Spotify playlist of Tony, Hawk, Tony Hawk's Pro Skaters 1 through 4 on Spotify yeah nice. I was listening to that um, yeah. but I, I have to relay this story about uh, named uh, games extreme sports series games because I find it hilarious um so, uh, for those who don't know, I, back in the early 2000s, I worked for a climbing wall company. I was like a climbing instructor slash just essentially a carny. I never knew this about you. A dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, our, our big, it was portable rock climbing walls. So, there's like 35-foot trailer, hydraulic lift, could put it, up, put it up anywhere with flat land. And we would have gig, three types of gigs. The first type of gig was go to a small town for their like festival day and set it up and, and belay drunk people, drunk men racing, basically trying to impress their, <laughs> their wives. And yep. <laughs> I mean, side note, uh, turns out it, I was 132 pounds soaking wet for that entire career of mine. And these 250, <laughs> 300 pound men dropping like, the it's all well engineered so when they fell 
I, I, we would never like you trade spaces, <laughs> but I would definitely launch a foot and a half up. You'd definitely leave the ground. Yeah. 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 And I milked that for so much of like shocking people. It would be like, whoop, and then like fly into the wall with two feet and bounce off. And be like, it's okay. Uh, but like when there's drunk people racing and they're like, oh my God, the guy behind me, like the guy with my life in his hands is off the ground. What's going to happen? Oh, it's so good. Just like really reefing it on them. Uh, the second type of gig was um, going to like schools in the prairies mm. of, of Canada, right? Like they've never seen mountains and mm. teaching people how to mountain climb on a fake mountain. And these little sheltered kids are like, there's a world above a floor up. <laughs> 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 uh, it was that that was by far the most fruitful. Well, the third type of gig was the corporate sponsor, and we got sponsored by um, Export A, the cigarette company. Uh, before all cigarette advertising that was in public towards kids was banned, and so we were mm. on. We were like they sponsored the Extreme Sports Series across Canada, which was the national motocross tour and. Uh, some concerts and some other side gigs. Uh, and so they bought from my co uh, the company I worked for, like basically they rented us as a 35 foot billboard. So like we had to figure out how to attach these like mega export a extreme sports series, like aluminum banners to the hmm. wall after we've erected it, which was a pain because obviously it wasn't built for that. Um, but one of the stops was in Kelowna, BC, which is like this really lovely hippie town with a gorgeous lake. And it's just basically like beautiful people of BC go, go there to retire or go there to grow up. And it's just like this microcosm of like casual life. Um, and the wakeboarding world cup was there in, I want to say 2003. I don't know. Don't, don't, don't Google it. I don't know what year. It was sometimes between one and five. So anyway, so we're on the beach, right? And it's just all these like gorgeous people walking by and they're not really engaging the climbing wall. And we're just basically a banner. And then people start going up and you've got like, as soon as like a couple women in swim attire, we'll say, uh, show up to climb, suddenly there's a crowd. It was that type of event. It sounds like the early 2000s. Oh, yeah. And there was there was definitely the biggest crowd came when a girl was in a bikini and it was like, oh, I'm, I'm climbing. Even though you're going to put me in a harness, I will put this like polar fleece type like tube skirt. Like, I mean, like a synthetic fabric that was like this long. And she's like, oh, I better put this on. And so slid it on and then got like harnessed up. And suddenly people were like. I get an upskirt, and suddenly I care more than the girl next to her who was just a bikini bottom. It's like, this world is so terrible. <laughs> anyway, so this dude walks up, and he's like, we've got a waiver form. And he, and he's like, oh, do I have to, like, put all my info there? I'm like, yes, it's a waiver. The info is your name, your address, your phone number. That, that's what you got to do. Sorry, buddy. Like, he's like, but I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little worried that like my fans will see my info and I want to climb your wall but I don't want people to see this communal form I'm like okay you write your info uh, I'll, I'll just I'll just take the page away even though there's 25 slots I'll do this for you random weird paranoid dude 
And he's like, cool, yeah. So he climbs, and like I give him some hints, and he gets up top. He's like, that was really fun. And it's like, oh, thanks, buddy. He's like, oh, no problem. I'm like, and, and he, he gives this look like, you don't know who I am. And then he just, <laughs> over his shoulder, goes... And I look over, and there's a floating buoy of an advertisement, and it's for the the latest Xbox 360 waking, wakeboarding game featuring Sean Murray. And then I look at the, 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 the sheet that I'm supposed to, like, rip the sheet out of, and it's Sean Murray and his, his address and phone number. I'm like, oh, shit! If you said Sean Murray, I'd think of the No Man's Sky guy. Like, I still don't know who this wakeboarding yes. jockey Oh, yeah. Is. Like... <laughs> exactly right it's like super niche but we're at the wakeboarding world club and he's clearly the guy because he's the guy xbox like put the name on the shitty game for and i was like yeah oh, have fun sean <laughs> this means you're famous adil you've met a uh. a-list celebrity <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so extreme sports. That's my my, my brief and, life and in them. You've kept his phone number to this day. No, nope. I definitely him? all Maybe I did live call. All I did was take that sheet and then tuck it beneath all the other spare sheets. I was like, we're not going to get through all the spare sheets. It's fine. But he's like, you have to block that out, right? Like, we can we can give him a call. See what his view is yeah. on the uh, Tony Hawk. But yeah. Chad, oh, Chad uh, speaking of soundtracks, though, uh, see whether he's getting a wakeboarding remaster yeah. in the future. <laughs> Wakeboarding's real weird. Um, the one best, the best memory I have from that trip, besides that, what was um, right. So it's just a bunch of young people gathering, and it's mid two thousands, and there's this DJ on the booth who's playing kind of garbage, and so most people ignore him, and then he kicks in Green Day's "Time of Your Life." And the entire beach stops. Ooh. No, it's not, not time you're like, basket case. Sorry, basket case. And everyone stops and sings along in a way, like, outside of Coachella or some other, like, huge, like, concert venue. I've never seen a large group of people not paying attention to music suddenly be like, we have to sing along. It was weird. <laughs> the 2000s were a bad time. They were. <laughs> They were a weird time. Yeah, yeah weird. Mm. I, I, and also bad. Yeah, yeah. But, um, when did... <laughs> I, I, I don't know if either of you know off the top of your heads, but the first Tony Hawk's game... Well, I can look it up. the first two were PS1 games, right? Yes. Did the third make the jump, or was that a PS1 game as well? Uh, I will look I it up. PS2. Because I'm wondering whether... I'm pretty sure I played like one through. I'm pretty sure I played it? one through three. Uh, but I'm not sure whether I didn't span over a console. You or not. did. So one and two were PlayStation games. Uh, mm. Three, four, Underground seven. one, Underground two, Wasteland uh, were PS2 games. PS2. Downhill Jam, which is a game I've never heard of, but Wikipedia has told me exists, was a Wii game. It's Tony Hawk. Uh, Tony Hawk oh. Ride. Uh, which was the one board. with the board? I'm assuming right. that must. Right. Oh what? Yeah. Oh yeah. And then I think you I own, got off at a good anyone, point. <laughs> did you own it, Lucy? No, I stopped. Did it you have Wasteland? Okay. I mean, Wasteland is 2005. So first P, second mm. PS2 game. No, God, I'm terrible at counting. One, two, three, four, <laughs> fifth <laughs> PS2 game. Yeah. Sorry, Wikipedia is like tabling, isn't the best. And when when did Skate series start? Was that? 
PS3, Xbox 360. Yeah, wasn't that like 2007 or 8 or something? Yeah, it must have been, you know, we'd, we'd had like seven Tony Hawk games at that point. PS3. When someone no, suddenly went, we need course. a skateboarding game. Yeah. These are pretty cool, right? Someone else should make another skateboarding mm. game. So Skate was two th- was uh, 360 PS3, and so were 2 and 3. Now, they never yeah. left that console gen. Mm. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Although there was a Skate It spinoff for the Wii, the DS, and oh. iOS. I'm assuming that was a remaster release. I can't and imagine. And now they want to do a, what, Skate Free remaster on iOS or something? Did you hear that? No. Interview. No. Oh, yeah, they, they were. They were. Oh, it's brilliant. It, it, it was reported like last week or something. How they contacted one of the skaters. I don't know his name. Who was in skate? I, I don't know which one. I'm not familiar with the series. But they were like, oh, we we want to do a skate game, and he was like, okay, which one? And we were like, uh, we want to remaster like Skate Free for iOS, and he was like. Oh hell no! <laughs> he was like, go, "Go take your mobile game and shove it up your ass and pull me back when when it, when you do a proper Skate Four. Brilliant. Just, just read it because it was on some random podcast like last year. Oh, pretty good. The excerpt from it is just it, it's brilliant. You know, it's just like no. <laughs> I'm glad these people. And it, 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 I'm super glad that they've they're not just remastering this game that they have got Tony Hawk involved yeah. mm. and he is I don't know um, executive producer or you know what what his title is board consultant yeah <laughs> I mean, he, he is coming know. in but he, he's not he's not coming in just as a skateboarding consultant he's coming in as a Tony Hawk pro skater game consultant mm. At least from the interview yeah, that they were saying, you know, he is, was yeah. yeah, absolutely. And it, it sounds like he actually had quite a lot of input input into those mm-hmm. into those games. I think he always has. Yeah, I think he has. He always has. He's been very hands on so on that series. Mm. Mm. So it's like take it with a grain of salt that you're saying, oh yeah, everything that's good and everything, because he said that about five, you know, but. <laughs> <laughs> But because Vicarious Visions are on it, and yes, I mean, what he said does give me more hope. Because he's saying, yes, I want it to feel like the PlayStation game and stuff like that, so. Yeah. We'll see. What's interesting is that the Collector's Edition is like £100, and they're giving you a free deck with it. Well, not free, but. Yeah. Skateboard. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, as soon as you get on that, that's going to break in half. Oh, man. <laughs> For £100. Including the game. Yeah, it's so not a good deck. £60 board. Yeah. That's going to break immediately. <laughs> Activision are just going to turn their support off. Yeah. Like Bethesda with that bag situation. <laughs> just like, no, sorry. It'll be completely balsa wood. Gone. Rather yeah. than anything else. Like the cheapest, cheapest possible board. Possible. Look, dude, if I got crayons. a free-ish balsa wood skateboard, I would immediately... Like, I don't have a TikTok account, but I yeah. would... Figure out. I would contrive a situation where I could break that board in a stupid way for a TikTok because that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, I imagine people are going to just hang that up on their wall yeah. rather than actually skate with it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, people who are going to buy a skate deck have already got a yeah. skateboard. Absolutely. So. Yeah. 
I, so hopefully it is balsa wood, and I can get it because Evelyn and I have been doing a lot of wrestling recently. And you want to, <laughs> and we've been trying. I've been trying to think of something that we can bash over each other's heads. No, that's, I, so that's the thing. Like wrestling, I, I just I rewatched Max Landis's wrestling isn't wrestling uh, video from 2015 about how it's about the plot and the uh, it's not real and no one thinks about it is real. I don't know if you ever seen it. It's a really good no? video to explain why people are fans of wrestling because most people are like. Why do you like wrestling? It's not real. It's like no one thinks it's real. It's a narrative soap opera with some really yeah. interesting, like, um, athletic <laughs> prowess. Like, that's definitely part of it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking of when Vince, man, it broke his ankles. Oh. <laughs> just think of him in the chair, mate. Just, yeah. <laughs> Like, I, I legit have been wrestling thinking about, fun. like, trying to track it, down, yeah. like, streams okay. or whatever, or, like, catch up on wrestling, because it seems like the no. right thing to, like, <laughs> tune into. But also, I don't know, did we talk about this a couple of episodes ago, was it just in the chat? But, like, they did, a PP, uh, like, a pay-per-view thing in wrestling with an empty stadium, and yeah, it was the wildest thing. Because so much yeah. of it is crowd, like just the crowds there to feel playing it. off the crowd, getting that energy. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like nope, it's just they're them doing their athleticism. <laughs> it's just, it's just which weird is really good. Men, like, it, <laughs> it, it's just weird anyway when you distill it down to there's just naked men like doing fake moves and women and the, and women, but yeah. is it? Is it weird? weird. I mean, not weird that we've we we linked these two sorts of sportish sort of things, but like I always think of because that same, franchise also the same used to era. Be I, I always think of the same era <laughs> as like Tony Hawk games and those like extreme sports games and good wrestling games. They were like, good they were the things I played as a kid. What so what wrestling extreme games? sports games and good wrestling what wrestling games, games like did you WW, WWF SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah, yeah bring, bring, really what was, uh, there was one with the rock on the front. I think it was just SmackDown. Wasn't it? Bring the yeah, noise bring or the bring pain. the pain. Bring the pain, yes. Yeah. Bring the noise, bring the funk. That, <laughs> didn't didn't they just name them after like his catchphrases for ages? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Something there's just one called "Do You Smell," and that's it. Yeah. Just nothing yeah. else. <laughs> and then there's that weird uh, overcooked DLC called "What the Rock Is Cooking." <laughs> Oh mate, that would be very, very. Good. I would fucking. Can you imagine an overcooked style character that's The Rock? <laughs> to be honest, that new WWE game or 2000 looks like oh, yeah. this slight kind of fade yeah. going on. Like, yeah. yeah. Have you seen that new uh, like chibi uh, <laughs> WWE game? No. no. It's like arcade. It's like made by the NBA. Is it Playgrounds people? And it's weird looking. The characters are weird looking. Wait, <laughs> NBA Playgrounds. Like. NBA Playgrounds is an EA game. Two K. It's in the like, game. It's two K. Okay. Yeah, and um, they're making a WWE one this this winter instead of their mainline mm. um, game because that's on hold. Ooh, is that because the those games are broken? bad. Yes, yeah. and they've had a shake-up with those, the teams over there. So <laughs> Sounds like they needed it, but I'm not yeah. sure a chibi-style WWE uh, but game. It's like big-head people. But like, 
and it looks weird. Have you yeah. have you played like the OG wrestling game. game on NES? Those sprites are basically chippies. Oh, what, what WrestleMania? No, ninety six uh, or something. No, 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 no. I'm talking about. Did anyone play the Simpsons wrestling? Because that oh. was bad. yes. <laughs> yeah, that was real bad. How, how have the Simpsons made every genre of game possible? Because that Simpsons skating, skating. Uh, Wait, did they have game one? Was bad also. Yeah, Simpsons skateboarding or something. That was wow. Let me see if this is the right. No, that's. I played a lot of Simpsons games. And as we as we said in the chat, the Simpsons are, are t- too prophetic. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how they do it. Got no idea how they do it. Ninety nine percent of Simpsons games are bad. That's not a hot take. No, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. No, I, I don't. I think it's more. To I be, remember to be playing honest. Bart and the, no, I got hit and run, and that's the one percent. Um, I think I played one on like Game Boy. Right. I'm trying to find. Hit and Run was Treehouse okay. Of Horror, hit and Run was quite. Kind of hit and Run great. was okay, hit, but it's not the game everyone is, thinks it was. No. No, Hit and Run's really good. It, I refuse to believe that it's anything other than really good. <laughs> That's a good game, Ben. Go away. <laughs> Turn your camera off and your mic. <laughs> I, I believe the phrase is "dying a fire." <laughs> <laughs> the, the the arcade beat 'em up game. That's good. Oh yeah, when, we, when we, we beat when that. We even leave off for this. We definitely beat that, Ben. Right at the uh, Bristol. We did. We did. Um, yes. Pop up arcade. It's not great. Yeah, we did beat that. <laughs> it's kind it of hard. Okay. We had unlimited yeah. lives. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, we did. but like, yeah, that is not as good as everyone. No, the was. Turtles but game, arcade game, and the X Men arcade game are better, still yeah. solid. And I was oh, yeah, yep. super oh, yeah, salty that they didn't have the X Men one, and that the Turtles one had people on it all the time yeah, oh, yeah like we were there for what like two and a half three hours and it was like yeah about three hours yeah this game. you could have played bot versus the space space mutants instead oh uh, that was one of the like that was bad. I, I mean i, I had a genesis mean, yeah. slash mega drive and that was uh one was of the on genesis yeah it was it? a genesis it was, game. yeah and that game boy the, the graphics were i played it on any terrible um, it didn't look anything like The Simpsons. No, and it, it, but like, like it, but I it was great because like you could spray level. paint things. You could spray yeah, paint but, Skinner in the face. Yeah, there were it, it was yeah, like a mini game. There were mini games before mini games were like defined, right? Like you're like, go over here now. You can spray paint. This is kind of nothing for your movement towards the end goal, but you could do this. It was it was one of the first NES games I played, and I'm surprised that I still game now. Let me mm. just... <laughs> and a bird used to fly across the screen, you could never get out of its way. Ridiculous. Yeah, jumping on, like, some windowsills, and some windowsills you couldn't jump on. And... Yes. Yeah. A I mess. I got to, like, the second a mess, level, and that was, yeah. It's a... Mm. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> I'm gonna try and find. So we started on. We started this conversation on Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably extreme come back to it. Sorry. Uh, yeah, it looks good. Extreme. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, September. The only the, the 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 kind of question I have is, is this a cross generational game? Yeah, I think I think I think if it, if it's if it's arcade, right? if it's arcadey, it's so it's gonna hit like. People like you and me, Ben, who are like Xennials or like the bridging millennial generation X, and it's gonna be millennials because they definitely played at least the later Tony Hawks. And I think if it's arcadey enough, the Zoomers will be like, meh. 
I think I'm glad that's like... where you went. I meant PS4, <laughs> PS5. Oh, wow. I was like, what is he on about? Uh, no, I think it's definitely a PS4 game. That's amazing. <laughs> Oof. I thought you meant, like, demographics. No, no. Actually, that is a good point, because good in point. the interview... <laughs> They were talking about how are we going to make this for modern audiences, and they said, "Oh, we're going to put it on analog sticks and put in multiplayer." <laughs> Sorry, just... so you are right. Uh, Both things I don't uh, care about. <laughs> uh, it's luckily, luckily I so am right. darker skin because you can't see the flush that's going over my face. <laughs> <laughs> You Perfect though. It is Perfect actually way to a good this point. Uh, I've also been pounding this name. Brissette. There's online multiplayer. <laughs> that's how it's going to appeal to the. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, Can I, the kids. Uh, coronials. Coronials. <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> oh my god, that's. They can make their own skate park, which no one ever goes <laughs> to anymore. Yeah. Dude, the, if you want a skate park, you build it in Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> Like, if there's not a Fortnite <laughs> add-on where you can do your tricks while, like, and build ramps. I spent a lot of time in that mode. Like, I built a lot of my own parks, mm. so that's cool. Yeah, I mean, that's why I like Skate have the time or patience now, but... Was because, like, you could just go into, like, fuck-off mode and just do things. Mm. Ooh, maybe Skate 3. Oh, I think it's Skate Did 3. It come in that yeah, early? Yeah, it might have been Skate 3. Okay, I had one Skate game, I can't remember which one it was, but like like I said earlier, it was just... Hey, I was playing Skate games on the Mega Drive. If anyone remembers California games, yeah. there was this, which was a, a collection of um, six or eight little mini games. Um, and there was a half-pipe game on there, which I'll, was... I'll beat, I'll beat you with that, though. I, I was playing skiing on NES in that Crash Test Dummies ah, game. Oh, fucking... <laughs> that Crash Test Dummy game, though. <laughs> I was skiing in that. Not the Yeti game. What was the Yeti game on PC, which was like... <laughs> I don't know. You, had to, you, you were skiing, and you basically just had to get away from a Yeti. Oh, you mean, you mean like OG <laughs> Ness skiing? Yes. Yeah, no, yeah. Th- the game was, like, do skiing events, and, like, like you do the slalom down the hill, and you're like, meh, 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 as you lo- move left and right. But every once in a while, no matter the mode, a Yeti would just be like, meh, and, like, come across the screen, and you'd be like, I guess I'm slaloming around that. It was amazing. <laughs> uh, I remember that game. That game was game. so good. <laughs> Didn't own it, but I remember it. God, I, I, I think I might have to find... So... Uh, I had um, a neighbor who worked in the Middle East and came back and gave us a 110 game in one NES cartridge. And it was all nice. these like these games, like that wrestling game, the skiing game, etc. And then a lot, but a lot of the 110 were like weird derivatives. So it's like, it was like this game w- with a cheat mode or a different <laughs> cheat mode or a really stupid <laughs> cheat mode. So it wasn't really 110. And then my um, my cousin, uh, so my uncle worked in oil and gas, so he he came home and brought a hundred ninety game in one cartridge, and it was it had the skiing game which I didn't have, and some other ones, but it was again like inflated. The, the, these weird pirated games were like we're we're giving you more than one game in a cartridge, but also we'll just add cheat modes to inflate the. Mm. game count 
Um, but skiing was only on my cousin's thing, so we would always play it when we went to my cousin's house, because when they came to our house, they could play any of the games on theirs, minus the ones they... Like, but the, the skiing game was amazing, and I don't know what it's actually called, because it was just called, like, 103 dot space skiing. <laughs> I'll find it on that emulator. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but... Yeah. I think about sports games, good sports games. Yeah. But I, I miss boxing games. I miss fighting. Well, you games. should just play mm. Extendo War and Switch game. What's it called? Oh, Arms. Yeah. Yeah, that's. The, I, I tried out the demo for that when it first dropped. Well, before it even came out, yeah. Um, like the beta. That's fun, but I think it's much better if you're using the motion controls. Yeah. Uh, but, but it's not. I mean, I'd love, like, a pure boxing game that uses something like, you know, like, Ring Fit oh, or something like that. Oh, they need to bring back fucking Fight Night. Fight Night, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, we got, it's on EA Access, but, um, yeah. They uh, we, we, got a, we got a hit from Twitch uh, reminding us that Ski Free, the yeah, OG... Yeah, just, just Google oh, it on my yeah, screen yeah. is far too. Far too, yeah. Ski yeah. Free on Windows was, what was well, OG Windows That's 90... what I was thinking of. Oh, okay. Absolutely. So that's like oh, Windows yes, 95. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Well, no. Maybe 3. Point, no. 3.1 yeah, or whatever. Yeah, so... Uh, my dad was so like, uh, I'll be ahead of the times that he bought Windows 3.0, which came with zero games. And then all my friends got Windows 3.11, which came with mm. Jizzball and Ski Free and all these other things. And I'm like, I, I don't have those. And my dad's like, well, it's functionally the same operating system. I'm not buying this $250 operating system for Jizzball and Ski Free. Um, but like jizz. I mean, it was jazz ball, but I always called it jizz ball. Oh. Even even as a precocious okay. ten year old. Just 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 making sure. Do, do you know? So jazz ball was this game. What do I? What do I remember? Yeah. Jazz ball was this game where you had like a like a a grid of squares and a bouncing ball that would be like bounce. Mm-hmm. And then you could click at a certain place, and from that place it would draw a line upwards and downwards of squares slowly and then cut mm-hmm. that portion out and the point was you were trying to isolate those balls in a small enough like area so every level would Kirby's be a different course. size right. of general canvas and a number of balls mm-hmm. so you were trying to like minesweeper no but mine like because it was dynamic like minesweeper was very static it's like i'm gonna click on this one right. just ball was like i want to slowly isolate this ball these balls in the small enough space windows 3.11 amazing game i was so jealous of all my friends because windows 3.0 came with solitaire yeah standard microsoft really? solitaire the game that hasn't changed in 30 years <laughs> solitaire it doesn't need to Great. I think it's when you upgrade it to 95 that you got like hearts. Oh, hearts, free sound. Oh, yeah, free like sound. I fucking I hated playing game. hearts with computers though. Yeah. I loved it because you could win every time. Yeah, because they're bad. Just pass that queen of spades to whoever. Also, I think, Adol, you were thinking of slalom for the NES. So the thing is, on the pirated, like. 160 game in one or whatever. It was called skiing. Was it called Shalom? No, it was just called skiing. Completely. <laughs> yeah. So even as soon as you showed me His that like brief cover, I'm like, yes, I was talking about slalom. It was never called slalom in my past because 
even back in the day, I had access to the pirated games. It was just shareware everywhere. It was not shareware. It was just pirateware. <laughs> oh, good. What a tangent we've gone on from Tony Hawk's. Um, Lucy, I know you, hmm. you, you had something else to talk about this week. Do you want to Can't delve into it. it for five minutes? Yeah, five minutes. It's not going to take more than that. Um, I played Joystick Man Free. I don't, I don't oh. think I've ever talked about Joystick Man game. No, I don't. I don't I, even I'm, know. On here. Oh, I They're think good. we have. Might have. Might Maybe just we, just in the texty chat. Maybe, but those are good games. Like, I mean, I think they'd be great. I mean, they're great for kids. It's like, for anyone who doesn't know, it's like you can transpose your own stick man drawing onto this like world and like you go through these different worlds you gather new powers it's called sort of metroidy um mm. you basically get these pencils and it's like oh if this pencil i can draw clouds or rain and if this pencil i can draw electricity and stuff like that so it's it's really fun in that way it's got that nice tactile feel where you're drawing like into these worlds and solving puzzles that way and yeah, it's just a series that apparently is more famous than I thought, and more, you know, when I looked on HitSense, is the developer on their website, they're like, oh, it's been downloaded so many different times, I mean, it's on, like, all these games are on so many different platforms, like, iOS and Android and stuff like that, so where I imagine a massive footprint is going to go, you know, if the younger audiences, but yeah, even for adults, they're really fun, you know? And I played the second and third one this weekend. So I was just like, I need something relaxing. Something that's, you know, only going to take a few hours and stuff like that. And I was just like, yeah, these are the light-hearted games that I want. You know? Nice. And the second one has, like, a dungeon crawler to it, which is kind of cool. <laughs> like this Diablo dungeon crawler, uh, like, DLC. But yeah, the third one is, um... I think the second one is my favourite, but um, the third one tries to go a bit more 3D. Mm. And I think they lose some of the essence of like the, the the ease and more direction of like the um second one. Yeah. Um but in the third one they open like this hub world and quests and um stuff like that. So it's it's definitely got more of a you know, longevity to it. But yeah, they, I just wanted to give a shout out to these games because 'cause they're pretty fun. They're good. Nice they, and light hearted romps. Are they super short the as well? Yeah, uh, the, the second one probably took me what, maximum three hours. Yeah, probably about the same runtime as the uh, third one. And like the Dungeon Crawler DLC, which I got in the second one, I played that on Switch. The first one I played on Xbox, and the third one I played on PC. So I run the whole <laughs> gamut. But um, so good job, you know, stuff doesn't carry over from each of them, and doesn't take your save game no, and regenerate the... something. That would be good if you could like. Oh, I I've drawn this little stick person. I like the way they look. Um, I want them in all my games. That would mm. be a good thing. I think. Yeah, maybe maybe they do implement that on. Considering I played on three separate yeah. systems, yeah. who knows? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think the favorite, my favorite play uh, place to play it is. Who would have thought on the Switch? Because I could use the joystick to move around. And I could just draw on the screen um, with my fingers. Yeah. So. Lucy, can I? Mm. Do you have a pro controller? No. Yeah, okay. uh, I, because I only, I only ever put it in the dock for Ring Fit. 
so. yeah I was just say I know you don't dock but um, I will say I will say that like uh, playing <laughs> oh, let's just pause okay yeah, let's move on yep. yeah no I don't sit on the dock of the bay no oh that's no. a good track like you made that PG yeah, again I'm just um I actually like a few times I've Jizzle. played Animal Crossing on the big screen. I'm like, oh this is very different. Like like Yeah, I played it once on the after I finished Ring Fit and I was like, this is disgusting. I, I <laughs> so Everything I felt actually wrong. like it so I think for me that game given that like there's a paucity of detail on the tiny screen and it makes me not give mm. a shit about like certain aesthetic things and I was like oh I can tell this island is kind of garbage and trash uh, when I see it on a 49 inch <laughs> TV uh, oh maybe I will do more like I, I, I feel the difference between the modes in a different mm. way yeah. for, for Animal Crossing I, I played it for like 20 minutes I was like this is weird yeah. I'm just going to take it out of the dock now but I mean, you yeah, clearly don't have the problem I have because your island is awesome and my island is trash. Thank you. I, I will visit maybe next week so you've got until then. Yeah. I mean, my problem is I like the rustic charm of I like stranded on an island, so it was like who cares about weeds out of a certain area? And also, I don't no, want to chop down we trees. Need to, no. But then it's like... Gentrification. Yeah, but the, the point is the game can't progress in, unless you give a shit. Gentrify yeah. it. As as every island should yeah. be. You've already colonized I mean, it. Really, point, my so. problem is like, from what mm. I understand, I need to unlock like paths and other things. But in order to do that, that's that's after the credits roll. Yeah, but the problem is I like did. I. So, for the tools I have right now aren't good enough for me to be like, yeah, I'll put a lot of effort and then change things. The tools I know are like upcoming. It's like, yeah, I would totally redesign. I would flat. Like, if I had mm. all the tools, I would try and yeah. make this really cool island. But I'm in this. You weird want a sandbox yeah. mode for but it? But I'm like in this mm. weird liminal space of. Um, I think that's a good uh, thing though, because I felt overwhelmed at a certain. Point. Right. I just think I've hit you know? this weird stagnancy point because the things I, I can do I like, aren't bells. enough mm. to make me want to do them. But if I don't do them, I can't unlock the modes where I can actually make something that I find interesting yeah. and worth doing. So, mm. I've just... I had that day, and then I got over it, because huh. I was like, it's 8 o'clock, yeah. Nook's cranny's open. But also, <laughs> I, I've learned there. something very interesting, yeah. which is um, you when you have your public works, like uh, like a new bridge or a new ramp or whatever, the game's like... got to pay for yeah, that. The man. game's like, people just donate, and, you, you know... No, they don't. They do. Lucy, they do. Do they? I know because I've tracked this. How much? Because I stopped. I paid like seventy-five of like three hundred and seventy-five grand or whatever for my se my second bridge, and then I was like, "Fuck this," and I left. Mostly because the little like weird orange wormy dude. I was like, I like you as a character. I kind of don't want you to leave. <laughs> it's this guy Aww. with a like this 
Like, it's yeah, like think of an orange cactus nice. wearing a like constructor hat. He just you, stands like that. Yes, you mentioned yeah. this last time. Yeah. Yes, I so it's like, like I'm, I'm actually yeah like a cactus. Exactly, I'm okay with you sticking around. So I'll just stop donating because now you're just a piece of my like island furniture. And then I checked in like <laughs> three weeks later or three you're weeks, my a couple now. a couple you days later, it. and he was like, "There's no way." It, like I'm sorry, I'm OCD enough that I donate money in like whole numbers, and it's like. You owe like this needs seventy four thousand five hundred sixty three. I'm like, there's no way, I donated some random number. Turns out, the game will slowly donate, but like at the hundreds per day of a seventy five thousand oh. bell thing. I'm like, guess this bridge isn't life. being made until I don't pay for it. Fuck this. This is the br the hill I die on. <laughs> And now my island is stuck. You log back in and there'll be a bridge no, there. But like, He'll have gone. I know it'll take forever, but I kind of want to just see how long it takes for the game to build it without my my input. This game is not for you anymore, sir. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this game, as Adol shared earlier, this game is for no one. Yes, exactly. God, thank you for bringing that meme up. Um, but like uh, these are the things I like pushing on games the problem is with Animal Crossing it's like mm. we'll support you on the 100 bell a day donation thing but these are in thousands of thousands of bells so it functionally doesn't matter that we're slowly it's decrementing like, yeah it's like it's like paying your own mortgage isn't it? it's like we'll give you 0.1% interest rate in your savings account but you gotta do the rest yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so like, there's a perverse part of me who's like I want to go further in the game. I want to like add paths. I want to get KK to come here, and so I can just get, have more freedom. But also, I don't want to just do a lot of work and make a bridge. You for don't everyone have else. to. Though. That's the thing. You don't have to. Yeah. You can take this at a very slow pace. That's kind of. Right? Or you just never play again. You're just saying that because you have a switch, that. man. <laughs> like if you had a switch, you'd be like. I will architect the fuck out of this. I will design this island. Probably, yeah, yeah absolutely, probably. Yeah. It's what it, it's what paralyzes me every time I open up um, city skylines. Like I'll do this, I'll do this, I'll do this, I'll do this. Yeah. No, this doesn't look how I want. Scrap it. Start again. That's like me in too many games. It's like just the like option paralysis is too much sometimes. It's like yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm just um, like you know what this will do, and then when I want to perfect it, I just. You know, I, I I get the impetus. It's like, oh, I got this nice espresso machine. Maybe I'll make this nice cafe area today. I mean, I think... <laughs> but there's no pressure. I, it's a surprise to know yeah. that Lucy has the most healthy approach to games. That, that <laughs> Ben doesn't have the time to be overwhelmed, but could be OCD if he wanted, if he had the, the inclination. And Adil is so OCD, he just doesn't play games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, as if you couldn't donate within, like, you know, you had to do it, you, couldn't, you can only do the hundreds or Dude, whatever. I have, like, like 300,000 bells in savings. I could pay the 75,000 quid that it takes for yeah, that bridge to be built, but I won't now, because maybe I don't have to, <laughs> but also, I like the dancing orange octopus guy. He, he is cool. That's fair. He is cool. That's fair. Right. You Let's can finish that. <laughs> you can make another bridge. No <laughs> more money. <laughs> oh. Let's finish yeah. that. Oh, PS, quick PSA. Uh, everyone should go download and play the uh, Dolores. Uh, 
Thimbleweed it's Park. Called, um, oh, Thimbleweed, Thimbleweed Park, Park yeah. um, mini adventure. So can I? Basically, the devs just got the assets from Thimbleweed Park and scrambled again together, and it's really can, fun. It's can really I? Good. Probably so took me about three hours. I never mm. played Thimbleweed Park. Can I play the free adventure without playing it, or should I? Like I, uh, I oh, you can. I, it might. It might give. Spoilers? Slight spoilers, but they'll be so out of context. It's just be, you'll probably forget okay, them by the yeah. time you play Thimbleweed like, Park. I, hmm. Surprising no one except maybe people who haven't met me. Mm. Um, I own Thimbleweed Park, but have never played it. But now it's like, ah, oh, I'll it's play good. the free adventure. Sure, that might be yeah, shorter. Because they were, it's it's about three, it took me about three hours because yeah. I didn't want to use any guides. Yeah. I had to for some things because it still got that like kind of obscure um, kind of puzzle solving that are in a lot of point and clicks in the 90s but yeah, they, they said that they were testing out a new game engine um, so this doesn't actually use scum kind of like verb prompts like look at, open okay. etc etc and um, like Thimbleweed Park and classic point and click so it's a bit different in that way but it's simple enough where you won't need all those verbs But right. is, it, is, it, yeah. is it different in a better way? No, I, I. It depends who you are. I I, I looked mm. at the reviews after I finished. Some people prefer it. I really? prefer Scum because. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's just our new sensibilities, you know. Yeah, like, that's I I like that very. I very much like, the uh, you know, the verb prompts and stuff like that. But that's because I'm a sucker for nostalgia. Maybe I don't know. I, mm. I like, you know, pushing a. I don't know, a uh, bulb, I don't know, and then just seeing whatever, you know, funny writing they come up with, like, oh no, I would never push a bulb, you know, stuff like that, yeah, but yeah. this this is, this has no voice acting, um, the text is, like, very abridged, there's not much to it, because so. it is a free game, they did just throw it together, um, mm. not literally, but kind of literally just throw it together yeah. and just put it out there, but... Yeah, it, it, it's, it's it's great. Yeah, I I want more thimbleweed. I I every now and then look at and see what what a terrible toy box doing, you know? Right. Yeah. What's Ron Gilbert doing? And this is probably the best credits. I've ever <laughs> seen to a oh, game, what a good credit! Which is credit credit. Cause, yeah, the credits roll because it's just like it's like this long piece of music, and it's just like only a few people worked on this, so it's like right. oh. We've got like five names, and then we have to fill the rest. And it's just like <laughs> quips from Ron Gilbert saying like, "Donald Trump is an idiot." Right. <laughs> Go buy our games. Donald Trump is still an idiot. Oh, by the way, you can still buy our games and stuff like that. That's amazing. It's so good. Yeah, he's got that uh, that that old Lucasfilm charm. Perfect. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice, Go, nice. Go check that uh, out. Something to delve into next week, definitely. It's free. Uh, Go play. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely helps. So, mm-hmm. we will finish there this week. Let's talk about the beers that we've had. Uh, I will start as I cracked open first and yep. started. I think it's a it's an easy one for me this week to pick a better beer, mm-hmm. uh, but I would definitely drink both again. Um, yeah. the, the the Sensei from Deep Creek was a nice IPA, very easy. Gave me a lot of grapefruit in there, yeah. a little bit of a. Uh, of a, a few more tropical notes coming through the more I drank it definitely opened up more as I drank it the Carpo Hemp was from, from Alpha Delta was really good from the off 
a, a great flavour, super dank, nice, uh, a, a very well balanced beer, which gave me that nice dank element, but also gave me this lovely floral uh, note to it as well, and balanced those really well. It wasn't sort of offset, which I think kind of a floral note and a dank note could could very easily yeah. work against each other and these worked really well so it goes to the alpha delta for uh for me this week uh adel how about you um so the where did i put that can the tropical sorry the ip virginia the virginia beer company freeverse ipa described as tropically in the flavor text was good i it, it, again it, it it hit the points of being an IPA, not being in your face, having tropical notes, like a thing I would easily grab a second of. But yes, oh, I have to remember what this fucking thing is called. Uh, the Dia de los Inuertos uh, in Barica. Sorry, I'll just put this on the screen. Uh, boys, this is a great fucking beer. It's an imperial stout. It's nine percent. It's a proper imperial stout. It's in your like. It's heavy in the alcohol, but doesn't taste heavy. It's really easy to drink. And the chocolate and... Um, oh, I've already forgotten. What was the name? Oh, oh Scotch Bonnet um, chilies. Yes. Were so well, like, in, like imbued into the thing. Like, mm. the it's an imperial stout. You can't tell it's 9%. It, it, like, that sweetness is just married in. So that when you have these, like, more, like I said, these dark chocolate notes, they're offset by the sickly sweet, sort of, the alcohol. So that you just don't notice that it's really heavy, alcohol-wise. And then the uh, Scotch Bonnet is, like, this lovely peak that's really low-key, but steady throughout the whole thing. So you're just like, mm -hmm. ah, this is adding to things, and if I love heat or hate heat, it's not... It's not offensive in either way. It's just a like yeah. it's exactly what you want from a chili-based beer, which in the sense of nice. it's not chili-based. It's just like this is chili. If you're not into mm. it, it's fine. It's giving a unique tasting note. Like if I wanted a spicy thing and I ate it, and it was this spicy, I'd be like, mm. but for drinking it, it's like yeah. it's exactly right. It's like this. All this is doing is opening up the flavor profile. This is super interesting. I get that hint of what Scotch Bonnet is doing, but also mostly it's just a melding of all the things. And I don't need to mm. have any sort of heat tolerance to like this beer. It's it's just yeah, nice. it's just it's very very good. Good. Yeah, I'm gonna have to track down a copy yeah. of that. Yeah, copy. definitely. I've never had a beer with Scotch Bonnets in it, and yeah. And it's and the thing is, it doesn't so. taste like a beer with Scotch Bonnets in it. Like I've had beers where it's like advertised their like heat profile mm. and they've been like i'll burn you and this is like we've got a very burny <laughs> pepper but also you won't be burned by it it's it's really just balanced yeah, really really well really excellent yeah nice good yeah. um and lucy how about you yeah it's it, it's very close um i think it's probably just down to the the mood i've been in the last mm. couple of weeks but i'm gonna give it to the uh some 50 from verdant the the north. What was this beer called? I mean, that sounded really excellent. Yeah. Has it got a name? 
North are an odd one because yeah, occasionally they don't put Why? names on. It's like, oh yeah, it's the North with the yellow and black can. Yeah, it's just called Stout, but I think maybe the the, the abstract writing on it maybe says Cloud or something like yeah. that. Um, but yeah, black can with like yellow weirdness on it for anyone who's looking for it. And is it? It's the uh, collab with Douglas, yeah. so mm. that'll narrow your search. But yeah, it's it's a really good stout. It's it, it's not imperial. It's not you know. It's not. It's only seven point five. I say only. Yeah. It's seven point five percent. But it's it's got a full enough body where it's it's filling and it's got you know nice bit of depth with the chocolate, with the coffee, with the tonka beans, sweetness from that vanilla. It's it it's everything that you want from like a stout. That's not going to leave you. You know. That's not too boozy, doesn't give you that alcoholic burn. It's just mm. enough, but you just want something more robust than, like, you know, your milk stout or your 5% porter or something like that. And it's it, it's just, it's a really, really, really good stout. Nice. But you see, I'm second guessing myself now. It's yeah. like, oh, it, it, I was going to, you know, tie them up and just take the Lucy way out and just say, yeah, draw to this week. But, um,. <laughs> No, I'll give it to the Sun 50 Verdant uh, because that, not that, you know, the North wasn't, but it was really well balanced. Like, get that nice hit of fruit, like, really punchy at the start with the aroma and the flavour. And then you just get a nice bit of pininess and bitterness on the end. And, oh, what a good beer. Excellent. Both really good this week. Very good. happy. It's much nice. better than that seltzer I had a few weeks ago. <laughs> that was a dark time in my life, and we will not talk about it ever again. We don't need to even think about it again, do we? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it wasn't really a dark time, just in terms of the beer. Yes. <laughs> Having zero beers. <laughs> Which Good. is a dark right. time. <laughs> that is us for this week. Thank you for those of you who have joined us uh, over on Twitch this evening. Uh we'd be very very grateful if you listen to us in the podcast or you're watching us on YouTube to give us some likes to rate and review us as well on your podcast service of choice Uh, let us know what you think of the podcast join in with the Twitch chat uh, email us thanks for the question yeah absolutely I will talk about Tony Hawk whenever (laughs) (laughs) definitely up for fielding more questions as well if you bring them in Um, you can email us tanksupcast at gmail.com you can go to our socials at tanksupcast on Twitter and on Instagram as well where we post up the beers to if you missed any of our descriptions or our tasting notes on them as well uh, I'm at Nova underscore 47 on the socials if you want to not play any of the single player games with me <laughs> I'm currently playing um, Lucy how do people get a hold of you uh, I am Juicy Loose 9 everywhere um, on Twitter uh, as Adil would have seen earlier I'm just going to start like listing the games that I finished this year because I finished a lot of games Yeah, just like a I don't know how many characters in a tweet now or how, however many it was before uh, 280? I don't care but anyway <laughs> I'm just going to be like <laughs> I finished this game and here's 280 characters about it done little nice. mini review mini reviews yeah. nice that's good yeah, just to give a shout out to games like, like Fire Escape which I talked about yeah, today yeah. which hasn't got too many eyes on it so far so yeah and yeah, just juice at least nine everywhere. Excellent. Uh, Adol, how about you? Uh, I am at the Omniarch on all of the things, except Twitch, where I am Twitch. the underscore Omniarch, <laughs> and I occasionally stream 
game. Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, I'm. Uh, <laughs> have you finished that yet? No, I, I I've actually taken like a, a week and a half to play this. <laughs> like I'm like at chapter eight. Apparently, it gets a bit long in the tooth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the same uh, thing I think I'm going to try and pick that up. But I might also do. I think, given that I have this, you can't see. I well, actually, maybe you can see. Uh, do you see in my closet all of the cardboard boxes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I might start doing Lego lunch moments and just like build Lego Ooh. for an hour because I will be there because uh, I have a bunch of Lego that I need to just sort through and possibly sell but like also hey that's the thing I enjoy doing maybe I'll just like put my camera on Ooh. like literally this I'm gonna you long and be like, thing make a pigeon. And, just, and just fucking build Lego for an hour a day uh, so that's my current thing is I'll probably like randomly at night like in the evenings play a game but like in the afternoons build some shit and that that's I'm gonna be that. my online presence ooh I'm gonna send you uh, challenges build a pigeon build a submarine. oh I mean do that so like, the real key is <laughs> do I just build sets to, to like instruction manual do you do you push, or, or, push your boundaries, or, or, or do bit? I just like build sets okay. and then put everything in a bucket and then have a challenge and be like, I have this bucket of pieces. I have. You go like this and you go grab and you grab twenty pieces and you're like, I have to build something out of this. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with I that. Like that. I actually. We're gonna go full Lego masters. I am okay with that because I have too many separated pieces and some of them I'm willing to sell and some of them are like oh I have them (laughs) (laughs) so stay in tune for you know Adol's Lego adventures in the in the coming weeks Ben's Uh, gonna get on Lego uh, digital designer make make an architect no 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 no. none of this overhead (laughs) that that has so much pressure I want to be able to build a thing that's garbage and people are like yeah that's garbage and not have to submit it to the place where they're like, it's officially garbage. <laughs> I don't want that. Like, I'm fine with everyone. I'm fine with me thinking it's garbage and everyone who sees it is garbage. But I don't need the official stamp of, it's garbage. Yeah, there's, a, there's an Instagram uh, like uh, page where it's like, Lego Optical Illusions. And it's like, can you build this? And it's like, you know... Uh, there's obviously like connector pieces, like snot pieces and stuff like that, and Ooh. that means stud not on top. Ooh. Instagram's very good for Lego. Is it? Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. I'll share the page with you, but yeah, nice. just we'll move on. <laughs> Let's good. <wrap> so <laughs> um, for those of you uh, um, still with us, go to outoflives.net um, to look at loads of other articles. Um, and also, Adel and I have been chatting over trailers we have, the last yeah. couple of weeks. So uh, it's something we're going to continue mm. to do as more trailers come out. Uh, if you want to get a little bit more of a take on these trailers, we're going to be there. You can go to the YouTube page, which is Out of Lives. You can go to outlives.net. Or you may have done this evening. You can go to Twitch and uh, go to Outlives Network. I think on Twitch, Outlaws Network. Outlaws Network on Maybe. Twitch, which is where all our viewers are currently at. Uh, and thanks to Cosmic Saboteur, who's shared our Discord link, because um, mm-hmm. our Discord is getting a little more functional. And also, 
Um, it's getting busy. We are, well, I wouldn't say we have a schedule, but we're doing Jackbox type games with whoever is sort of around two, three times a week mm. in the evening, sorry, the nighttime UK no, time. The morning for you. Yeah. Mate. In the nighttime <laughs> UK time, but like if more people want to engage, we could probably have more of a schedule. But right now it's really easy to just, hey, it's nine. Who wants a Jackbox? Or hey, it's. <laughs> one in the morning who wants a checkbox uh yeah and so yeah the the um the discord's getting kind of actually it's a reasonable place to 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 come jump in and i recommend it yeah definitely we're friendly good so that's it from us for another week we've been tanked up bye-bye see you later ciao I like that. Ciao. Ciao. <laughs> 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 www.outoflives.net